This episode of Chicago's Bravest Story is brought to you by Sports and Orsel. God dang it. This episode of Chicago's Bravest Story is brought to you by Sports and Ortho Physical Therapy. And Sports and Ortho is a physical therapy and uh, sports medicine clinic where you can go get direct access to uh, physical therapists and and a primary physician actually they have over there too. Um, well, they're privately owned. They're not some goofy corporation. And I can speak for experience that the ownership, uh, Dahlia, especially of Sports and Ortho, uh, amazing generosity for us and our department and departments. Uh, Seeking out help too, uh, right? It's just her generosity is unbelievable. And I know they're big on they're big on one on one appointments. You know, they're they're huge where you're not just going to go in and um, and meet with a random person or meet with a group of people like yeah. it's. Dahlia said that ninety percent of her clientele are CFD CPD. So she understands the process. You don't need a doctor's note to use them. It's covered under our city policy. You can request them if you're being sent to physical therapy and you want to go uh, to Sports and Ortho. There's always one by any one of our houses uh, for city employees. There's numerous locations everywhere, so there's always going to be one close to you. Yeah, they're all around the Chicagoland area. Yeah, so give them a call or visit them at sportsandortho.net, and uh, they'll, they'll get you fixed up. Yep, yeah. Well, we've we've been here five hours now, and we're just starting the podcast. So, welcome back to Chicago's Bravest Stories. We have in the studio now Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey in a urn of sorts. I would say um, Vince was very impressed with it when I walked in the door with this. Oh, you know what? I wanted to do this like that other podcast. So, um, take two. Good evening, Corey. Hi, Vince. All right, so here, let's let's start this way. This is how I wanted to start. Oh. On December 14th, 2022, at 12.56 oh, hours, one, right? yeah. firefighter paramedic Hamick, it's Hemaker? Hemker. Hemker? Yeah, A-Silent. I've, I mean, I've been messing that up Mispronounce it if you want. Yeah. Hemker. It's not, a, it's not a big deal, right? Well, now they, now, now they know. <laughs> Your podcast. They, <laughs> they made it a big I wa- deal. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be Haymaker. Haymaker. So we can be like... The haymaker. Dude, okay. everybody says anyway. That would Do be, they really? Yeah, okay. yeah, I would stick with that. Right. <laughs> if that is the case, if that's who actually is here. But uh, <laughs> he was driving on Dixie Highway, headed to his house. Keep that, keep that in mind. When he was notified uh, of an accident at the intersection of Village Woods and 394. Firefighter paramedic Hemaker. Yeah, close, close enough. Okay. <laughs> This is goddamn. This is <laughs> bad. I like how you tried to make it serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. Come on. It, that lasted what three seconds? <laughs> All right. So haymaker arrived. Did you burp into the microphone? <laughs> Find a vehicle fully, fully. I say submerged in the water. Bystanders informed Kyle that the driver was still inside the vehicle, disregarding his own safety. 
firefighter, paramedic, Hemker, dove into the frigid water in an attempt to rescue the driver. Firefighter Hemker made entry into the vehicle, removed the driver, or did move the driver's seatbelt and successfully removed the driver from the vehicle. We are honored today to have the hero of that incident sitting right here in the driver's seat of Chicago's Braver Stories. So welcome, Kyle. Thanks for having me. And Kyle, can you say <laughs> your last name? Because Vince has said it four different times. Hemker. When, Hemker. Hemker. All right. The A is here, let's get let's get in here. So can you hear? Can you hear him? Mm-hmm. You can? Is it just my headphones? Okay. And we also have another guest here. Who'd you bring with you, Kyle? Drew Walters. Drew Walters. Welcome to the podcast. Now, do you guys work at the same fire hall? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And are you his superior? Uh, something like that. You'd yeah. like to think that some days. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> all, like, we all like yeah. to think yeah. that. <laughs> Corey thinks that quite often. Oh, it's right? my ego. <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> well, let's, before we get, we're going to get to that particular incident, which you were, you receive a lot of accolades for that, that incident, um, including going down state. And we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, you're from Bradley Fire Department. Yeah. And is, walk us through how your whole firefighting career came about. Did you, always, you had family on the job, you were, we talked earlier that your your father was on the job. Is that, I imagine, what really, it gets in your blood, right? Yeah, so I was uh, pretty much the kid that always wanted to be a fireman. Um, my dad was a volunteer at Stager. Um, his younger brother was also a volunteer on Stager. Um, my brother and I kind of came up into it. Uh, my mom was on the uh, women's auxiliary for Stager. She was also a dispatcher. So it kind of just runs through. You so know, the women's auxiliary—that's like a division. Yeah. So it was basically all the, like like the wives and the girlfriends that would just show up to fires and and like take the at the same time. <laughs> grab you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like Gatorade and snacks, and they'd always oh, bring like the kids uh, like a can run a canteen. Yeah. Nice yeah. on the fireside. Yep. Cool. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's in family blood, pretty yeah. deep over there. Yeah. It's you could almost say it's inbred. Yeah, uh, you guys oh, are too far is. south to use that term, right? Yeah, it's a little <laughs> right. <laughs> right about there, <laughs> south of I eighty. Oh, there's the first one. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we kind of looked up what's um, where's Bradley in relation to where we're at right now. Uh, we border the city of Kankakee, so okay. we're in Kankakee County, um, right off I fifty seven. Okay. If you blinker through it, oh, well, I was gonna say, what does uh, what does Bradley? Uh, was that town feel like? What does it look like? Um, kind of like a Chicago Heights. Yeah. Okay. If you're familiar with that, um, so a couple miles, a couple miles. Uh, yeah, probably about twenty thousand people or so, give or take. Um, okay. It's like a, just a smaller city. Okay. Are you guys? Uh, are you guys um, like part residential, part uh, like industrial, or like what's your? Guys yeah, pretty so heavy residential. We have. Uh, like the East Bradley, the town's kind of built off of the uh, David Bradley farm implements. Um, oh, okay. So the whole south and east side of town is like all uh, small thousand square foot homes, just all rooftop. Mm. They were all employees of the company. Um, and then coming down. I didn't realize that, man. Yeah, coming down. I, I had uh, no idea about Bradley until we started investigating this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? You guys are welcome anytime. <laughs> but we'll go down there. Can we fan? Sure. Yeah. Corey. Dude, I got it. 
I'm a fan of my own department. Why not? <laughs> uh, so you you're you're following in your father's footsteps, and you're you're from down there. What you you didn't want to get to is would you consider Bradley like one of the bigger departments down in that area? Yeah. So there's um, there's a lot of volunteers four, around you, right? Yeah. So there's there's only four um, career departments. We'll oh, say. really? So there's the city of Kankakee, uh, city of Bradley, or village of Bradley, and then uh, the Bourbonnais Fire District, and then Mantino Fire District. So if you guys get a big fire, you're you're waiting a while for volunteers to show up, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And how how big is the Bradley Fire Department when you guys like? Do you have a truck engine? Yeah. What ambulance? was initial? What's the initial response on a fire? You guys. Most fires, we're getting an engine, a truck, and an ambulance. Um, so you guys jump the ambulance. Yeah, we're getting yeah. we're getting auto aid from uh, Bourbonnais, Kankakee, and Mantino, and then upgrading the alarm. We start getting some of the volunteer departments, which could take a while, uh, a yeah. hot minute for them to get there. Would um so, but even like the bigger departments like Kankakee, like they're probably still a good chunk of time out from getting you guys, right? Uh, station six is actually pretty close to Brookmont street, which is like our border. Okay. Um, I mean, we could probably spit some gum to them. Oh, all right. But, um, depending on where it's at in town, sometimes bourbon, a beats us in if it's on the Northeast side of town, which hopefully after Sunday, that won't happen anymore. Our new station's opening. Oh, new uh, station. Opens. So, so yeah. Bradley's just one station right now. Yeah. Okay. And you guys are going to two. Going to two. Is your call volume, call volume increased that much or is this a, a funding thing? Um, it's it's growing. Yeah. Um, so, our you guys are getting more residential than yep. rural. We're getting a lot of commercial. Um, at this, the village has plans for a ton of stuff. They're going to yeah. put in a big uh, baseball field, and they they're buying the mall and kind of turning that into. And that's going to fall else. under your still. Yeah. So. So you're going to be going to a lot of those. Uh, fire alarms and stuff overnight yeah we had actually had a fire alarm yesterday it turned out to be a uh, fire in a hotel. yesterday yeah really yeah it was a good time well t- tell us about the bradley fire um it was nothing okay. really i mean it was just a uh came in as an afa at the best western as we're pulling into the entrance we were down the street on an ambulance call um so you guys are right there right huh? there yeah we're not even a mile away as we're pulling in, the dispatcher says she's got a caller on the phone advising smoke in the building. So we're like, fuck. So, so how many guys you got with you now? You guys uh, are we just there, just engine. an engine, right? Yep. Okay. So we had multiple calls going. I think we had six and 20 minutes or so. So we're kind of split up, but four-man engine, luckily. Um, we had a bourbon ambulance meet us on the last ambulance call. So we cleared off of that and started heading over to the fire alarm. And literally, as we're, as we're turning into the entrance... The dispatcher says she's got callers on the phone advising smoke in the building, so that's kind of that pucker factor, yeah. you know. So, you guys go to that Best Western a lot for medical runs. So. All those, all those hotels. There's, <laughs> I can imagine the, you know, in those towns where you have those like the Best Western or one of those, uh, the Motel Six. Uh, oh, you yeah. got to be going there all the time, right? Yep. Yeah, because people aren't. People aren't staying there on vacation. Well, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. It's Before you showed up, these guys were <laughs> talking to uh, me. We were exchanging Narcan stories. Oh, jeez. And uh, they. You uh, know, I'd like a good Narcan story, Ben. Well, I mean. I don't feel like you got <laughs> <we, laughs> But they, uh, I, I can say that they ran it very much like a city run. Yeah. 
Yes. Oh, God. I hope not a Vince City run. (laughs) They ran it very much like a city run, Corey. Okay. What, um, in... We'll start off with this one. Get get the, the juices going. All right, get what's, the juices going. What's the drug of choice down there? So if you get a call for an overdose, you're like, it's probably it's probably heroin. They're doing heroin. a lot of heroin. Okay, lot of, it's usually laced with fentanyl. Okay, you guys have crack in Bradley. We have pretty much anything you want. We I see. I see so much heroin. Like we don't we don't see crack in the city. It's not a, a city drug. Not know? anymore, huh? No, I don't. It hasn't been since I started. We, really? Yeah, I, I probably can count on one hand how many times I've encountered somebody who just said straight up, "I'm on crack." That's, go ahead. That's as a quick, go ahead. As a quick yeah, side yeah. story, <laughs> no. did you did you get that picture? What picture of the of the crackhead or no? No. So I'll tell you guys. But so um, one of uh, one of my buddies that works with you, Ben. Sent me a picture of a, uh, a fellow that was clearly a user of crack cocaine, mm-hmm. wearing none other than oh that it, the Chicago's I, Bravest I, Stories T-shirt. I do, I do have the backstory to that picture. Do you? Yeah. It, oh, it, it, it can't it, be it told on the air. Yeah, <laughs> but he was not on crack. Mm. That that I can I know one hundred percent. And it's and somebody. It wasn't a crew or anything like that. It was a random picture that came up on the internet of somebody oh, just somewhere shoeless in pajamas <laughs> wearing a Chicago's Bravest Story shirt, and that's when you know you made it. What? <laughs> right, Vin? What did were this? you filled with pride <laughs> when you saw it? The picture <laughs> told a thousand words. <laughs> I all I'm wondering is what did this guy do to Vin to get this t-shirt? <laughs> I wasn't, I, I had nothing that, to do with this. It was, I was just as shocked as you were because uh, I was already off the street by then. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So I, I would love to take, and did somebody literally give the shirt off their back? <laughs> this guy? Enough about me. So, um, <clears throat> how, how much time do you have over there, Kyle? Uh, just over a year. Okay. This message brought to you. (laughs) Pull it together. Yeah. Try it again. All right. This episode brought to you by 1-800-BOARD-UP. You can visit 1-800-BOARD-UP at callusfirst.com. They specialize in board-up services, restoration, Mold remediation, flood and fire damage. Yeah, with all kinds of stuff. They've got water damage, uh, wind damage. If you've got some bad wind damage at the house, again, going along with the, who hasn't had bad wind damage, right? Especially in this place. Um, <laughs> they do mold remediation, carpet and tile cleanup. Vin, I know you're interested in this one. Art restoration for all those classic <laughs> pieces you have in your dining room. You're going to want to check them out. Definitely make sure to visit their website again at callusfirst.com. Um, what I even noticed too that's super cool is if you take a look at their website, you can actually take a look at their Our Work tab and see before and after pictures. So don't just go in this thing blind. You can actually see how cool and how good of a job these guys do out there. Yeah, the same guys that are going to show up uh, first to any fire are the same guys that are going to help get you back on your feet and put it all back together for you. 
So visit callusfirst.com for your 1-800 board up, guys. Wow. Right. Uh, it, if Kyle has your, Drew, how many, how much, so how it's much gonna, TOG it's gonna, you got? It's going to shock you. About <laughs> three over Bradley. Three? Has Zach yeah. been there for three? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Kyle's the superior, which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense, yeah. does it? Mm. Just a lot cooler. Yeah. Uh. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I got to make, you know, I got to make a save and, you know. And he, tell everyone he, about right, it. Get, and get, <laughs> a med- get a medal and then I'll be yeah. the one, you know. He got, he got barn boss by merit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got merit it's, fucked. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> I've been fucked a lot of different ways. Never merit fucked. <laughs> well, let's... Uh, when you, we'll go back to this incident. So were you just leaving work or were you just randomly like running errands or doing something? Or were you like off shift, headed home? And I mean, keep in mind when I read this citation, it's December. Yeah. And traditionally yeah. it's cold as balls. Historically. In <laughs> Historically. And I have a, I have an appreciation for what it must've been like. Because I just went to Lake Michigan, what, a week ago and jumped in the water, and I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I, I mean, it, you know, you have that, that reflex, that dive reflex where you can't catch your breath, and then panic mode sets in. I mean, I'm, I'm two feet from, the, from the, the concrete over there at, oh, yeah. at the, you know, where you can jump in off the, the rocks there. But God damn. So, and I'm thinking... It's like 70 degrees outside. Right. It's May. Right. Right. You know, and th- that's the kind of investigative journalism we do here. <laughs> I knew that you were going to be coming in, so I had to get a feel. Just to, just for to what, know. Yeah. Just so that we uh, we can talk on a related it's issue. Yeah. I, too, felt the, the coldness of the water, <laughs> Kyle. So I, I want to see if your experience was just like mine on a 70-degree day in, I, in I, May. I, I couldn't say for sure that it was Meadow Valor worthy. <laughs> But I can't say it's not either. Right. You know? Right. right. It's subjective. <laughs> right, or, sure. So um, you, what were the circumstances that put you there? So the Here, get, citation get, sounds sorry. Yeah, get, get the, that mic. Citation sounds a lot cooler than it really was. Um, so I only live like a minute away from there. Okay. Um, so Village Woods is actually a retirement community. It's a six-story um, assisted slash independent living um, okay. building. It actually used to be a... I think a holiday inn um and they have a bunch of townhomes out there and there's a big ass pond right in the center that actually has a lighthouse um mm. but yeah so i was leaving my house um at the time i worked for a creed township fire district also um, oh, okay. i was a lieutenant there i was a ems coordinator so just finished up uh at the gym took a shower literally just got out of the shower got dressed was leaving the house to go to the firehouse waste of uh, a shower oh god waste of a shower <laughs> did that did he say Jim, Vince? <laughs> no. All right. Dude. No, Steve's not here. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's a pimp the gym. Although, look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say. Uh, yeah. So, uh, pulling out of my driveway, um, just got a couple EMS system things to get done. And um, right as I'm, like, hitting my mailbox, my phone goes off with the IM responding. And uh, I look at it, and I... Probably wasn't going to go if it was going to be, you know, bullshit. But So this got toned out to your station, and you have the app where yeah. you get notifications? Yep. Okay, so you're getting it in real time as they're getting yes. toned out. Okay. Yep. So I open my phone up. I look at it. it says uh, All it says is accident. Um, 
Village Woods Drive and uh, 394, which is like quiet Oak Lane over there. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, so oh. it's... I, I thought there's not much traffic. You, there. you thought it was like a quiet oak. That's that, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean it, it is pretty quiet. Okay. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. So it, you weren't wrong. You weren't yeah. wrong. Yeah. Okay. It's not because it's a state route. I'm like it can't be. It's got to be like yeah. It's no, be it's actually loud, right? I'm, right, right. <laughs> I also speak Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long, Finn. It's it's been too long. <laughs> All right, so you're on this quiet oak road. <laughs> <laughs> a road of oak. <laughs> so. um at just the CAD notes kind of says it just car in a pond. Oh, so the old car in a pond. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't really thinking much of it. So I turned my portable radio on. All the officers at the time had portables. So I uh, turned that on. I heard um, Assistant Chief Swanson asked the dispatcher to repeat her uh, traffic. And um, that dispatcher was actually one of our other officers' wives. Uh, but she says the uh, caller is advising the car is submerged in the water. So I'm like, Fuck. Yeah. Like, I gotta go to so that. So it went now. from something stupid yeah, to, to now like, this could potentially be Yeah, this be is a probably gonna be pretty cool. So I uh, get out the Dixie Highway and make the left. Um, there's a stoplight right there at Route 1 and uh, Dixie Highway where they merge. So just a quick look both directions, hop over the red light, and I pull in and I look off to the to the right, and the car's like just going under. Oh, wow. You Uh-oh. actually see it? Yeah. Oh, like, it just Jesus. finished Was there ice on under. this pond? No. No? No. Okay. Thankfully, no. But um, that's a game changer, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's that would be huge. That may have actually... <laughs> now, that would be an impressive story, though. <laughs> <laughs> that might have had a better outcome. But, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I pull up, and uh, as I'm giving the size up, you can hear in the radio traffic, I'm hitting all the pylons in my truck, and you just hear the tink, <laughs> tink, tink. <laughs> I'm like, be we advised, could, you gotta. We could FOIA that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I a might, thing. I might have it. Oh really? Oh, you guys, have, we gotta put it up on. Oh, uh, see, now that would have been a good lead in, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Now that calling out your own dispatch traffic. Yeah, I could send it that's to you. All right, yeah. we're we're gonna post that. For yeah. sure. <laughs> I I cannot wait to hear that. So, um, yeah, I, I just let Larryway know there's a single vehicle in the pond. Um, that was pretty much it. I huh. I pulled up. I got out. Um, the, there was some lady, I think she worked there, and she's like, he's still in the car. And I was like, oh. Uh-huh. So when, when you Damn got there, did you think the lady that was standing there was the lady who was, was supposed to be in the car? Yeah, so there was probably, I don't know, 10, 12 people kind of standing huh? on the shore. Yeah, there was six or eight cars out there already kind of just blocking the way. So I'm thinking, you know, they hopped out and swam to the shore and be cool with it, you know. Did you see treads leading to the pond or no? No, I, I wasn't even really looking oh. at first. Yeah. Um, all I saw was that car in there. I mean, the ground was pretty frozen, too. But um, afterwards, we saw his tracks coming in. But, oh, really? Um, so this lady tells me he's still in the car. And I look, and it's, like, completely down. I mean, yeah, the, roof, the roof's the covered. Car. Yeah, you, you can't see through the windows. Roof's covered. All I see is a sunroof. Wow. So I'm like, all right. So I take my radio strap off. I just hand it to this guy, and I gave him my wallet, kicked my boots off, and I was like, oh, somebody keep an eye on me. I'll be right back. They're coming. Huh. So first step into the water, I was like, fuck. Oh, this is not this the is, move. It's, yeah. maybe, it's Everything painful, sucked right? sucked up. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah it, my foot went in, and I felt it in my head. Yeah. You know, like, so 
but you're all in at this point. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. There's no going back. Yeah. I Fuck. Carhartt sweatshirt and <laughs> some jeans, and that was it. But you did for a split second be like, I'm going to just observe yeah. from here. <laughs> Got it. Really like, maybe I should have kept now, driving. So you get, you're already in the water. Do you have a good view of the vehicle? Can you see the person in there? Um, like what, what are you able to see at this point? Is this car really completely underwater or you have any visualization of the driver at all? So all I could see was the, uh, like the roof and the sunroof. Oh, really? That was okay. it. Wow. So that thing I, is under there. Yeah. I couldn't see him until I was actually up to him and he was trying to get his head towards the, the top of the, the door. Okay. So he crashed in there and he rolled his window down talking to the people that were on the shore that watched him go in. Well, you know, that oh just boy. sucked the car down faster. It yeah. just filled it up. And but if you think about it, it that down. probably made it. Oh, that made life so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awful. Because in order, if he was under the water, in order for you to open that door, right. he's got to let water in to equalize the pressure. Yep. So him rolling down that window really expedited you getting him out of there, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So. I mean, dude, it's hard to. It's not easy to break a window in a car when it's not underwater, (laughs) you know, like there's times where like, I mean, we've all done it. We're like just us all being morons be like, Oh, obviously one quick hit of the Halligan is going to pop this window. And like you do, you're like, Oh God, that was so fucking embarrassing. Is is this a newer car with electric windows? Yeah. Yeah. It it was, uh, I don't know, a Buick or something. It was, was, (laughs) (laughs) Um, a couple gerbils in there. did, Did, um, did, did you like what did the weather look like that day? I mean, it was uh, December, but like just overcast. I I think okay. maybe it was, I don't know, cold twenty degrees. Yeah, it oh, was. Uh, it cool. was cold. It's cold. <laughs> it <laughs> it was get very you. cold. Um, cold. Cold enough to fuck you up when you go into water. Oh yeah, and then when you come right back out, it's Oof. not much better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah so you're cruising, and like just uh, I don't want to stop again, but like had you. Do you have any like any type of like formal uh, dive or swim or any training at all? No, or, no, just dumb just, and just and, balls, and, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dumb and want to yeah. get some done. No brain cells in a. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I made a career out of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think most of us have. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, man. So okay, so you're you're kind of halfway in. You, you got your eyes on the car, and um, you. Like Vin is saying, you've got really no idea. It might be someone, might be a couple people, might be yeah, no one. You don't really know I'd, for a fact, right? Going in, all I knew was there was at least one person in. I okay. had no idea. Yeah. Um, so once I, I made it to that window, um, I could see his face, and he didn't look that great. Yeah. You know, so I ducked down, I popped his seatbelt off, pulled it out the window, and I was able to get him up in the windowsill but his feet like wrapped around the steering wheel. So I'm trying to tread water. I'm trying to like pull myself into the car to untangle him. And it, it felt like it took an hour. Oh, you know, it was just, it was so cold. It was just like (laughs) piercing. I could, I was taking like guppy breaths. I was going to say you, you're whatever you're holding your breath the whole time. Did what did, um, what did you see out of the sky when you came up? Like, did you, were you able to visualize him at all? Did he look like an older guy? You just saw like, a person. All I saw was his glasses. Okay. That was pretty much all I caught right away. Yeah. Um, and then once I got him up and out, I 
realized, you know, he was an older guy. Okay. Um, turns out he had like a stroke a few years ago. So he had right sided deficit where he was basically paralyzed on the right side. Jesus he even had like a leg brace. So he, I mean, he was. You but know. you didn't know that. No. At the time. No. So were you, it, did it look like you pulled this guy out and he had a stroke behind the wheel? Yeah. Is that what you were thinking? Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I finally get him loose and everything i'm trying to ask him if there's anybody else in the car he's not really talking he's awake but he's how how deep underwater were you guys when you pulled him out uh well i was treading water um don't I, fuck that yeah, I, I, <laughs> and i'm not even like a good swimmer but yeah it, uh i would say the car was probably close to the bottom um and that car was a little bit taller than me i'm kind of vertically challenged so mm. um I don't know, probably ten or fifteen feet, give or take. Wow! But treading water, I mean, it was it was going down as I was getting them out. But right. yeah, it was. Is uh, this one of those like decorative ponds that they'll put yeah. in front of a? So it's like a man-made. Just yep. That's crazy. Yep. They made it that deep, huh? <laughs> it yeah. doesn't really seem. It doesn't seem like a deep type of pond that you uh, would. Well, like it doesn't seem like it would serve any use to have an overly deep decorative right, that, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so so I, like, we'll throw some octopus in there. <laughs> <laughs> I worked there for 15 years. I thought that pond was like five feet deep. Did you? Right. Yeah. Well, you learned the hard way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So, okay. So, so bring it back to it. So, you you grab this guy, you undo the seatbelt, um, which probably wasn't easy in and of itself, um, and, and then you're able to kind of just how'd you how'd you pull him out like you just grabbed him by hand while you were treading water i would like to say it was graceful um but it was more of a ripping manner i would i would call it (laughs) it was a tearing forceful manner yeah (laughs) so once i got him in the window so i was able to take a break uh i mean it was just it was exhausting yeah you know the the cold and everything else did you have to come up and go back down at all or was yeah so i went down trying to feel i couldn't exactly reach that seatbelt so i came back up i went back down kind of followed him around and then was able to unclick it came right back up drug that out and then just started pulling him Ooh. i don't think he was too happy about that but <laughs> it is what it is kind of would you, you kind of like shouldered him as he like yeah kind of i, I just right under his left shoulder and i just as hard as i could pull him was pulling him Oof. and then i, I got think him. about this guy that he saved he's like Fuck me! I just had a stroke, and now I'm in a fucking pond <laughs> right. in the middle of December. Like, what the fuck next? And then there's Kyle. Just <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. But like that water, you got to be feeling like you're just being stabbed. Yeah. Right? Everywhere in your body that's in the water, you're just get being stabbed. That yep. that fucking horrible feeling. Now, when you you take this guy out, you get him on land. Where? How long does it take for your guys to start showing up? So I'm actually still swimming back to the shore, and uh, Ambulance 43 pulled up with uh, Kenny Wilkins and Joel Stanford. Kenny Wilkins is a mountain of a man. He's like 6'5", he just a couple steps, and he was down and, there. And he pulled the car out of the pond. Real yeah, cor- basically. <laughs> by the bumper. Real, real Corey type, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> just a mountain. <laughs> um, so, I'm, yeah. for example, I'm up to my neck in water, and he steps in, and it just fills over his boots. That's how tall this guy is. <laughs> yeah, he's, okay. Great guy. Right. So Thor shows up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. while you're kind of pulling him out, are you out? Like, I mean, are you you're above water at this yeah. point, right? Like yeah. you're not swimming anymore. No, I I had just made it to shore as he was getting in the water. And this so, guy's still like nonverbal with you guys, right? And yeah, you can tell like there's something wrong with him. 
and you go, you, you hand them off because in, in, by all rights, you're a patient as well. I would treat you as a patient as right. well because we got to start warming you. Right. Right. So you go in there with him. So um, Kenny jumped in the water. I was able to stand up, kind of got under him, did the patient carry up and over. And I'm in my socks. I'm kind of stepping over rocks and everything. You know, it's just not a great experience. Um, but we get him on the, on the grass, and Joel's bringing the stretcher over. So we carried him all the way to the stretcher. Uh, there was another POC there, uh, Cliff Wire. Loaded him on the cot, got him in the ambulance. And I'm like, get his clothes off, get him dry, start warming him up. And then Kenny just kind of grabbed me by the shoulders and pushed me to the other ambulance that showed up. And he's while, like... While you're calling shots in yeah. the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're coming with me. <laughs> So he, he kind of pushes me off to the other ambulance. Uh, he's like, strip down, dry off. I'm like, yes, sir. Oh, so, all right. <laughs> so he's like, do you have any other clothes? I'm like, yeah, there's a my work bag in the truck. So he runs over there. He grabs that, brings it back. So I'm changing into used work clothes that I haven't washed yet that are probably gross. But it gave um, you a more, like, hero feel, though, right? <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about. How long? How long for hypothermia set in, do you think? Uh, it, it depends on those conditions. Like, yeah, in, in that condition, he, he was already in hypothermia. You think so? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Were you? Yeah, I was pretty much vibrating across the yeah. the ground, yeah. yeah he, Kenny was just kind of steering those me by my head. He, it's minutes. Yeah. It's minutes. He's he's already there. <laughs> and I don't know how, how windy it was that day, too, but it's December, so it's right. never <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, how great would it be if the... If they just like winged a life ring at him when he was like coming up on the shore, like, oh, sorry, we're just really excited. <laughs> Here's a throw we, we never get this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Would you say that, and Bradley, that was like a, a like a pretty good run for these guys, like to be able to go out there and do that? It could have been in, in Cree Township. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so we we get a lot of like high speed accidents. Yeah, because it's a lot of open road there, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So for for Cree Township to get that kind of a call, it's very seldom. Yeah. Um, you know, like we get the we get the fire alarms that ends up being a pickup truck that drives through a house. You know, like so that kind of we're, we're So like nothing until something huge. Yeah. As soon as it yeah. like actually happens, it's for real. It's a fucking but, nightmare. Yeah. I'm running I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around the jurisdiction issue here because are you working for Crete? Is it a Crete run? Yes. And you're a Bradley guy? Yeah, so Bradley's the one that uh, the union kind of took it and posted it on Facebook. Um, my chief down there took it and ran with it, put me in for a whole bunch of merit and everything else. I, I'm not really but it's like, a But it's a Crete. It was run. a Crete Township call, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you stole that. You stole that run. Stole from a nice. water rescue. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. I mean, I was. Were, a, those guys had the Mustang suits on and everything, and they get there like, fucking Kyle. <laughs> Right, they had the they had the raft out. And everything. Dude, they <laughs> thought they had a run. They're like, we finally get to use this boat. Right. Then we got a. And then they're being told, we got a grand warm up, Kyle. Right. <laughs> and Kyle's like, no dicks, uh, <laughs> IV fluid. Dude, start sixteen in the AC. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> is is the other townships around you guys ALS? Because you're a yeah. medic, and yeah. Bradley, I'm assuming, is ALS department. Yes. Is that whole area ALS as well? So all the uh, career departments are the four. Um, actually, Limestone's ALS yeah. too, right? Yeah. 
Um, everybody else has. Um, is that a Riverside. condition of employment at Bradley? Do you yeah. all have to be medics? Yeah. Yep. We have so, part timers. So we have a bunch of. Well, you're a quitter, right? I mean, no. no? By title, I'm yeah. a medic, but. Yeah. You don't want me. No, this is no. this is the last medic you'd want. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, like, I'm still very proficient stair chair. I'll tell you that. that. You know what? Yeah, I don't want fair. you to be anything else. <laughs> it, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. So you are you and Drew on the same shift? Yeah. Okay. So have you guys gone to a fire together? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple, yeah, couple, couple, two, okay. three. I pretty good. I can yeah. imagine after spending. All that time with you guys while we were waiting for Corey, who actually took even longer to get here, and you guys came from Bradley. Do you, do you, to be fair, <laughs> I think that it took the same amount of time for us to get here. Well, we, passed not, the mo- we passed yeah. them all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> let's not split hairs. Was talking, he was talking to a homeless man with no shoes on, <laughs> but a really cool T-shirt. <laughs> You were the one walking around with no shirt. Like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I I guarantee you, after spending some time with you guys, that you guys have some hilarious story about you guys together at a fire. And I want you to drink some more. You got an empty glass. We need to. I didn't know yeah, what we got. We need some more. You know, we yeah. need some more. Uh, we go juice. Yeah, we'll get this thing going. I mean, there's no way, Vince, that we have eight inches of mustache here without a hilarious story. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this, more. This might be the most mustache we've had in. in this place. <laughs> right. You know? She's got to look. Oh, God, Vince is going to yell at you, Drew. He's going to yell at you so bad. He yelled. I did the same thing. Did you? Yeah. You made me feel like such a dick. Well, I'm sorry. I'll just, I'll just sit outside. Don't hit me a Coke, too. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I did so begrudgingly. <laughs> so the bullet is being poured. Right yeah, now. we might there's, as well hold on to it for now. There's, a, there's a man's drink right there, the bullet. Sure, I was we'll telling see. him about you drinking that swill, that 100 proof fucking shit. And uh-huh. when you started drinking it, I was like, are you okay? You're an animal. You wanna, you <laughs> are, wanna, you in a, are you in a bad spot right now? Right. <laughs> yeah, what's going on in life, Corey? Why are you drinking that? It looks like old diesel. Yeah, it, it is. It tastes like old diesel, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the name of that stuff. It is mm-hmm. god awful. Oh, remind me at the end. We got to talk about the uh, about our guys' uh, whiskey that they're putting out. The Schiller Park guys, Franklin. Oh, Franklin Park. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> definitely right. got to talk about that. All right. Um, all right. So we're Drew, Drew was just telling us. About how Kyle's story is all like, bullshit. Yeah, like and how he yeah. did all the work. Yeah, so that, that Kenny guy, like you said, he's like you know a hundred feet tall. He hey, actually Drew, made the Drew, save. Grab that, Kyle came grab that microphone and bring it a little closer. to <laughs> Kyle actually came after everything was happening. Oh, and was like, mm, "That's mine. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome for my everything. service." Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I just came from the gym. Yeah. So you guys, my you guys are were, <laughs> you guys were getting salty in there. Yeah, and then Kyle showed up. Took the pipe and did we'll wash down. Done, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, I mean, really, with you two guys. So you guys been on a shift for a while together? Or? So we've been on black shift. So whatever you guys call it, first, shift. first, yeah, first shift. shift. Yeah. Um. Ever since he started, so like we've worked together for his at least a year yeah. together. Yeah. So, what do you guys? Do you guys have? I know you guys are kind of like alluding to like seniority or whatever but like is there uh, what are your guys positions i mean there's obviously firemen lieutenant and yeah what 
Anything so else? we Supreme Allied currently don't have any uh, actual lieutenants. We have a active lieutenant list, but no lieutenants uh, just, at all. Just actors for now. The mayor's kind of is that a contractual thing that you guys have run into, or um, so a, odd, right? a bunch left and they never replaced them. No kidding. So we're just uh, by, through attrition. They yeah, we have an active list though. I'm I'm number two on it, so we'll see how that goes. Is Drew number one? No. Yeah, yeah. and they're not going to give it, you know, because I didn't make the save. I didn't make the save, so. Well, he gets gets points for that. That's how it works, (laughs) which is is bullshit, but, you know. This is the point in the podcast where we air our grievances. Vince, Vince, you might as well call yourself chief because he's creating dissension within this fire department right now. So, So, um... I mean, so how how do you guys have like that seniority between you two? Then what's uh, how's that? So he's a full time union fire medic. Okay, hand job. Oh, I'm a part time fire EMT. Oh. Jag off. <laughs> Dang, that's actually how we have it in the union contract. Let's do another it's drink. It's the- <laughs> <laughs> I like this podcast. <laughs> Right, that uh, what do you, you need some ice there, kid. Yeah, yeah. all right. Thanks, buddy. I I just want you to know, I love it when you call me kid. Vince. It makes me feel so young and exuberant. Well, you've made Thank so you. many age jokes Child-like. at my expense, and childlike decisions over the course of your life. <laughs> look at look at you with the little jug. An extra an extra hand would that make you? That thing looks like it needs a couple X's. Does this on bring it. you back home? Hang on, let me let me hold up that jug. <laughs> Not unless they give us money, Ben. <laughs> Not unless they give us I'll, money. I'll black it out, but tell more do too. I mean, these guys. I don't know what they give us. Probably like I don't know, oh, maybe God. like a coupon to Benny's. And <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Thank you for joining the podcast. Oh. Um, we'll give you a, uh, a a car wash coupon." And <laughs> a, this is sponsorship, right? Um, so, how do you- so tr- Oh you guys boy! Know how to do a Facebook? Line oh, here we thing. go. So, <laughs> so you've been there for three years. Are, so, are you? Um, are you kind of like chained to the ambulance then at that point? Uh, the- we have a pretty good rotation. Okay, kind of have like half and half. Half our medics on our shift, half our basics on our shift. Okay. So I'll be done in July with medic class, which oh, is no. the oh, you're worst, still in medic class? worst fucking idea of my are you life gonna, ever. Do you? Ha- oh. so you, you can't go full time until no, you get your medic, right? No. So I mean. No, with the union, absolutely not. But like, I can work full time hours as a part timer. So, um, do you guys still have a? Do you guys have like a uh, eligibility list for firemen? Then, mm-hmm. yep. Okay, so like yeah. you would still have to. Yeah, so I can yeah. still test, but I have to pass it up because I don't have you know the I medic gotcha. license or whatever. So, is the ambulance exclusively staffed by part timers, or is it half? Oh, uh, it's or? half and half. Oh, okay. I guess it yeah. all kind of depends on what your staffing is that day. So. We try to do a pretty fair rotation, so guys aren't getting burned out. Yeah. What's the, you run one and one or two yeah. paramedics? Usually one and one. Yeah. What is the difference in, in, uh, what's the pay bump between, you're an EMT though, right? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between EMT and paramedic with you guys? Significant or uh, part-timer or part-time medic? Or I mean, there's no, medic? there's no career EMTs. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we get all the actual benefits, Kelly days, everything else. Oh, really? We even get our birthday off. Is that in your contract? Yeah. Off? No kidding. Yeah, and paid. Huh. How many birthdays you had this year? Well, <laughs> two tree. <laughs> Dude. So I got you. All right. So um, so it's kind of a combination department. See, anything can be negotiated into the contract. Yeah. It's Dude, that's a really cool 
Bentonville used to do that. Do they really? Which I thought, I don't know if they still do. It was a really cool system. So like what they created was a uh, part-time, uh, part-time, full-time staffed ambulance. And what they would do is they would kind of like vet these guys as opposed to like the contracting that we oh, did. Oh, you mean the the guys who were on the contract? That they, were they on would the pull ambulance. for those guys. Yeah, first, and they'd yeah. be like, oh, this guy's a weirdo. And like bounce them or like, dude, this guy's awesome. And like keep, keep them and then yeah. like give them points towards the eligibility list. And then they, so it was cool because like you could vet these guys instead yeah. and be like, dude, remember the guy who used to like cut his toenails in the, in the <laughs> room? Like, get toenail out of here, man. Toenails like, out. Right, toenails out. He's not on the eligibility <laughs> list. Like, I mean, that's kind of what we do. Yeah. We like to hire our own before we hire anybody else. Dude, and that's, I mean. It's better I, that way. I think an argument can be made that, like, when you live in in the town that you work in, like, there's there's a level of, like, caring about mm-hmm. that person or knowing that person potentially right. on a call where, like, I mean, again, if, if you grew up, I mean, there's a lot of, I'm sure you see a lot, Ben, where, like, you get the kid that grew up in Naperville, and he works now on the west side of Chicago or, or wherever, you know, and he's like, I mean. It's that culture shock? I, no, I'm not so much, but, like, I mean, I think there's a level of care about, like, if you see your neighbor sick and trying to help him versus, like, well, you know, I, like, I, I, I think that's this a, guy. I think that's a <coughs> double-edged sword because sure. AJ comes to mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. In his situation, and uh, AJ had agreed to come on, right? Yeah, about three, but, four years ago. Well, Whenever he gets a chance, no yeah, deal. he's you know, got a well, lot going on. Yeah, he's a very busy man. He's the the mayor, the mayor. He is of the mayor. Town. He had to respond to his father as a cardiac arrest. as a cardiac arrest. I yeah. mean, that's. I mean, it doesn't get any rougher than that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, so I I don't know. Do you want Do you want to be t- taking those runs with the people that you know? Yeah. Do you Do you want the people that you know? Seeing you show yeah, up, yeah, like, oh, yeah, well, no, I'll call. I'll call tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and you get a good idea of how your community thinks of you when you show up, and they're like, "Oh my god, thank God it's Koi or right. Oh fuck, uh-uh. look who's dude." So we had, no, we're fine, we're good. <laughs> dude, we used to have that. It's all better with like one of the goofballs by us, and um, like there was a whatever call it was, and like literally like in the middle of the call. The guy like looked at him and he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, I was with you last night. And like, like just popping off and like, this guy's a dirtbag. So, I mean, just so like to, to wrap up that one specific story. So like what ended up happening yeah, back with to the you story. and back this guy. Story. I mean, I want to get to we Drew went too, off the, but like, this I don't is have quite, anything good to this say. This is quite a change here because <laughs> Corey is. is actually bringing the podcast back on the rails. I'm. It's usually the other way around. We, he derails it, I bring it back, and here we are. We can argue that I'm the best speaker on this podcast. <laughs> okay? We can, and we would have to. <laughs> <argue>. <laughs> and yeah, that would be we easy would have to argue. argue. But, uh, so, but enough, Corey. So, Kyle, <laughs> when you got back, going back to the story. When you got this patient, did that end there for you, or did you like go back and revisit like what was going on in this guy, or did you go back in the ambulance, be like, "How is he doing? What's going on? Oh my god, this guy's having a stroke." No, um, so by the time I dried off and changed clothes in the other ambulance, um, they were ready to take off. So they they took off to Franciscan Dyer with them, I believe. Um, is there is there trauma centers by you? No. No. Yeah, closest one's Christ, and then um, fuck. That's got it. I St. mean, Mary's how long is it taking you guys to get from 
to Christ from there? Christ is your closest? Uh, yeah, about 45 minutes if traffic's Jesus. okay. Lights and tyrants. <laughs> we, Damn. So we, Maybe 40. Well, you guys would utilize a helicopter for something we, really bad, right? We were almost on a first-name basis with the pilots for an entire summer. Yeah. Wow. Um, that whole 394 corridor is just like a, a trauma nightmare. Extrications left and right. You've reached Josh Hill with the Federal Savings Bank. Sorry, Mr. Call. Please leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. This episode of Chicago's Bravest Stories was supposed to be brought to you by the Frontline Team. Josh, tell us about the current state of mortgages and some of the great great services at the frontline team that's terrific we were supposed to tell everyone to reach the frontline team at the frontline team at the federal savings bank.com we were gonna tell everyone to reach out to the frontline team on their facebook and instagram and we might have even told them to reach the frontline team at 630-534-2900 it sure would have been wonderful if we would have done that huh ben but i guarantee Josh is out there closing right now. Oh, this guy does not. He's having not coffee. Close. You know why he's having coffee, Corey? <laughs> why is he having coffee? Because coffee's for closers. Coffee is for closers. Okay. This I guarantee you somebody's calling him right now. He can't pick up the phone because they're having an issue. And you know what? Josh is there. Nine o'clock at night. Nine the only reason he's night. not picking up the phone is because he's closing. He's closing. That's mm-hmm. the only reason for him not to pick up the phone. This voicemail is brought to you by the Frontline Team. <laughs> federalsavingsbank.com so my where i work we're right close to the 290 and we're constantly going on the highway and i I, i've said this on other podcasts nothing creeps me out more than that three o'clock in the morning run on the expressway because you have a very good chance that there's going to be body parts everywhere. And it's going to be horrible, right? And Like a train accident. Oh, yeah, exactly. And for me, right where, you know, my area is where the highway is, I'm literally a mile away from two different trauma centers. So it's not a big deal for me. But for you to constantly go on to those wide open roads and seeing those horrific car accidents, you guys got to dig in because you were in for a ride. Can you imagine being in the back of an ambulance with the trauma for 45 minutes? Dude, I like, I was literally just thinking about that. Like, I mean, how often do we call for manpower on a, some type of accident or whatever it is? And like, you got plenty of guys there. And obviously like, it's never even, it's rarely a thought in my head of like, uh, well, eh, maybe I'll give him one guy to ride in the ambulance to help him out. But like, dude, could you imagine if, if you're the medic and you're like, no, like you guys, you guys are good. Cruise home. And you got 45 minutes to take a critical page bet. Like, no. dude, with no hands, like you're. When fucked. you guys have to take that ride and more times than often, I imagine you guys are taking that ride instead of calling a helicopter, right? No, we call. You do? Yeah. It's helicopter time all the time? All the time. 
Unless so it's that, no, no, so nobody's taking that forty-five minute ride. That's going to be a great T-shirt. Match. Luckily, for it's us. helicopter time all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your guys' fucking it, fire department T-shirt, like the Danny Dwyer shirt, where it's yeah. Danny would go, but it's that and your picture in the pilot suit. <laughs> it's helicopter time all the time, <laughs> and and just like just like a black and mild hanging out in your mouth, right. and, like, <laughs> and like a Miller Lite, just bush light, <laughs> bush south, bush of light. south of eighty, south of eighty, whatever. <laughs> if, so. if you don't make that happen, Kyle, I mean, you know what you should do because you're the full time guy is get somebody else to do it. Well, he was going to make other shirts. Yeah. He, he ended up I didn't want to steal the Danny Dwyer, Danny would go thunder because I was going to, I had a picture of Kyle and it was going to be Kyle would go. And I was like, no, I don't want to steal that thunder. And then. So we're well, in a rebuilding Steal year. that thunder. Like the, like the White Sox. We're in a rebuilding, <laughs> rebuilding year. You know? year. Well, I just want to go on record as saying when you guys make those shirts, send some our way. Oh, yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah, send it's some helicopter our way. time. It's helicopter time all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So the ambulance cruises, do you end up getting transported or do you no, just go? No, I like, I got to take a shower, man. You gotta, <laughs> well, you got to think, you just left the gym, right? Uh, yeah, so I left the gym, I went home, I took a so shower. there are people who go <laughs> like way out of their way to take those cold plunges. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> to, to, you know, elicit those cold shock proteins. Yeah. And here you are doing both. Yeah. Doing well, your rehab. You're welcome at, my service. <laughs> <laughs> doing your rehab and rescuing a guy from a vehicle. Right. And so. look how tight the skin is. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, it felt like, great the next day, though. <laughs> but, I, and that's what I wanted to ask you. So, Every time I've done the the like the cold therapy, my sleep I am out like a light. Like it is the best sleep I've ever had. With you, like doing the rescue and being in the water as well. Did did you have the best sleep you ever had that night? So uh, I made it home. We got in bed that night. Um, when my you say fiance, we, me and my fiance. Okay. Uh, I thought you were talking about Drew. It was me. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, it was me. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> Almost one of the same at this point. Look at you. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> so we got in bed and she started talking and I just started hearing it trail off and I don't think I was in bed more oh, than dude, a minute. Every night. I, yeah. That's you? I'm a hero too. She's really? Just, Are, do, you, do you fall asleep that easy? No, not at all, but oh. just the trailing off thing. Oh, I'm yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> you're wide awake. Like, you uh, just stopped oh, hearing yeah, your no, wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm up till midnight. <laughs> <That's> but, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but it's just like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, Grace has uh, dance lessons next day. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and there's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Your aunts listen to this. I, my aunts so and my mother-in-law. <laughs> that's who's, you know, Sue, your mother-in-law is one of our biggest fans. Sue is the sweetest woman. She is constantly, like, interacting with, so, Sue, thank you so much. <laughs> Corey didn't mean that he was tuning out his wife. Oh. It was all out of jest. Sue is and such a sweetheart. he's winking at me right now. Sue, what? <laughs> Sue is such a sweetheart that we she would support it. That's the <laughs> She's great. She's she's phenomenal she is great. so <laughs> she is good so um all right so you don't get, end up getting transported you just go home and do your thing and like dude that's wild so like did you follow up at all and like what happened with this guy or yeah so i uh i actually went home and took another shower because that water was disgusting that's fair so yeah. um but called the hospital back i'm the hero yeah uh just wondering i mean no big deal <laughs> did i tell you what i did earlier <laughs> i mean i mean whatever <laughs> hey, did they tell you or 
Yeah. Oh, you get home and he goes to the fire and say, I saved the guy. <coughs> so cold. <laughs> 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 So I, I ended up going back to the firehouse anyway, uh, to the office. So I called the ER to see what was going yeah. on with them. And they're like, yeah, he's getting a turkey sandwich and we'll get him a ride home here pretty soon. I think he was back home by 10 o'clock that night. No, Come on. Um, yeah. So the stroke was like months ago. Right. Yeah. He just ended up having deficit. Did But did they, but, did the ambulance crew treat him for stroke or was he able to no, articulate so the No. So he fact started that, talking once, oh, did like, he? once they got him warmed up. He just started yeah. yapping. And, <laughs> was his yeah. first words, I am not having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> like, why Why did this guy pull me out of my car at the movie theater? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, so, and that's what I was kind of like getting to, like what ended up being the the problem. Why'd you go with So he was. Why'd this happen? I guess he was, he was leaving to go to the store. Uh-huh. Um, he would he could normally use his right foot, but I guess oh, it just like went no. dead. Oh, shit. And when it no went dead, kidding. it smashed the accelerator down and he pinballed off of like six cars. Fuck. And then like launched into that pond. Vince calls that an EMS nightmare. <laughs> Having to grab like fifteen MPRs because because some guy goes into a pond. Luckily they were all parked. Right. So. Uh. Oh, good. No, oh thank no, God. Yeah. No um, multi-release. Dude, no kidding. So, like, just spontaneously had this deficit? Yeah. Yeah, he just, it just, like, went dead. Is that a thing, Vince? Sounds yeah. pretty made up, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I oh, there's, there's you. We got to switch over to Drew, because this guy's, <laughs> this guy's my guy. <laughs> almost, Pivot. almost Pivot. sounds like a total fantasy, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, whatever. But <laughs> I, I'm sensing some uh, anger from you. <laughs> Almost say it's jealous. You'll get, get him some of that. Get him some of that new riff. Do you want something that comes in a ceramic bottle? Because this could be, um, dude. So all right. So yeah. So they just discharged him, and yeah, he went back home. That was, or well, right. back to back to the right. And that water was yeah. so dirty, he died of a massive infection two oh, weeks later. God, yeah, just got got fucking. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of like some old schooly fucking like. What's what's some type of like transmitted disease you get from like a, a legionnaire disease? There you go, <laughs> perfect. This guy knows my mind. See again, Vince speaks Corey. <laughs> like whatever, whatever nonsense I'm getting to. So, dude, that's wild. So he goes home that night. Um, do you? So you don't get transported. I mean, I mean, these guys got to stick around for the tow, right? Tow's yeah, got to grab this fucking car. That's the highlight, I think. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I got pictures of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we. Just kind of hung Did out. You on stick the around shore. for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, I had to. I had to finish it out. You know, mm-hmm. like a gentleman would. Yeah. Right. <laughs> did you have to provide any documentation for this run? I did the report for it. You did. Yeah. You made the rescue, and you had to write the report. Yeah. What oh, the fuck? that's the just to be nice. Yeah. Right yeah. That is a jack. That was the worst part Way of being an officer. Nice. But who who right. does that? And his own refusal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made myself go to the hospital. I couldn't accept my own refusal. But. Having to write your own report now, where you like, then I dove into the water heroically, mind you, right? With I, no I, regard for my own safety. Yeah, obviously, I would have, I would have <laughs> hammed that thing up. So, like, it's official document, <laughs> right? Official I, document. I think I churched it up a bit. I, <laughs> yes. I, I used like my my actual department number and everything, and said oh, affected, oh, yeah. affected a moderate rescue. A moderate. Oh, see, you <laughs> did not ham it up. <laughs> <laughs> In a in a well hammed report, moderate does not exist. <laughs> There's no moderate. There. There's no moderate. 
All right, so so on the game break, Drew, flipping over to you, pal. So you first get on, did you have any background in fire EMS when yeah. you first get on? So it was the same like Kyle. Yeah. I grew up in it. I didn't really get a choice. Um, dad, uh, Drew's dad was actually the administrative assistant for Naperville Fire. He's not the administrative assistant, but, you know, <laughs> Kyle's just a jagoff. But, um, uh, yeah. You so guys like, have more of this. Like, yeah. <laughs> now I know where the anger stems from. Yeah. So We know like Naperville guy, Vin. Yeah. What is that? Who do you yeah. know from Naperville? Billy Croft. Billy Croft. Yeah, episode, Maybe. Uh, crap, Billy Croft. Maybe. He uh, the, self-titled uh, Billy Croft. Well, he, he instituted the ACR program. They had uh, advanced cardiac resuscitation oh, okay. with Zoll Medical. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, maybe. That's uh, our guy. F- formally a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. So, but, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. the same thing. That's how my parents met. My dad Did you was, grow up out there in Naperville? Or? No, we grew up in Bourbon A. Oh, good. So, so I was just making fun of Naperville, yeah. so that'd be super no, awkward. No, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was, was it, was it uh, Joey Matthews who said he went out to Naperville and they they thought he was slow because he had an accent or something like that. What, what was that I story? hope. I hope they did. Remember they they thought he had a speech issue or something like that. Joey, you don't remember that story? No. Oh, all right. This is gonna have to come out. <laughs> they thought he was what man? What did they think he was? No, this is for, this is per Joey, and I will insert Joey telling the story right. Now, I mean, actually, fun story. My uh, my brother, you would have thought when he was younger, before we moved, that he was straight up out of Boston. He's like talking about how he's gonna go for a ride in a car and all right, this right, shit. Right. The yeah. first day we were in Naperville, they put him into a speech therapist office at school. <laughs> he came home. He came home talking normal as shit. My mom was so pissed. Hello, like, mother. Where did his voice go? <laughs> yeah. And we're back. <laughs> Oh, what a great the, story, the, Joe. The magic of editing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, it, so out there, they're, what he worked at? What was he, a fireman there? So, yeah. So, he he and my mom both started on Bourbon A back when there was, like, Bourbon A Village Fire Protection District and all that okay. shit. And then there was, like, a Bourbon A rule and stuff Until like that. Until they, like, actually became, yeah. like, the city of Bourbon yeah. A or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, like, that happened. Uh, he got hired at Tri State first and then moved up to Naperville and worked for Naperville for, like, 20, I want to say, like, 27 or 28 years. He just retired in November. Oh, congrats, so, um So, yeah. So, like I said, I, I didn't really have a choice. I grew up in it. So, and I don't know anything else. So, brothers or sisters? Yeah. Or? Uh, yeah. I got uh, little brother, older brother, and older sister. Any of them in front Any of no. them have a mustache? No, I'm the only his, one with his a sister mustache. might have a mustache. <laughs> oh, there it is. I'm just tossing softballs to Kyle. Yeah, you want just knocking them you out. Wanna, you want to talk about where the anger comes from? It's whenever my sister comes in a conversation. I don't get it. It's all, it's all it. fruity and stuff like that. You know? I don't get it. Um, but oh. yeah, I'm the. My older brother was on Bradley like a couple of years ago. Probably like ten years ago or whatever for like only a couple months. They fucked this, and then yeah, and then I'm I'm kind of the only one that's holding like the quote unquote family legacy. Oh, so yeah, and he's moving forward. He's he's. Where are you in your paramedic studies right now? Uh, I'm in my capstone, so I'm doing team leads right now. Ooh, so you're so I'm like there, like. Okay, would you like? Did you have anything cool that you had to? uh, Absolutely not. Nothing. All all bullshit stuff. Like yeah. all these all these people in my class are talking about like, oh, you know, needle decompressed and everything. It's like I took care of the 
you know, the frequent flyer homeless guy that comes to the hospital. Yeah, we had a psyche belly like, yesterday. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> well, that, as you know, is the bread. It's another good teacher. <laughs> it's the bread and butter of EMS. <laughs> this, this is what's going to pay the bills day to day. Yeah. Is this yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, and they uh, they brought us a challenge coin. It, it's up there. Oh. Yeah. And a patch. Kyle didn't bring anything. So, I was they, so you Kyle. see the patch up there? Yeah. It's drying So out. Drew gives it to me, oh. and it's soaking wet. <laughs> I pissed on it. <laughs> <laughs> Drew said he actually ripped it off of uh, Kyle's shirt, pissed on it, and then gave it yeah. to us. Dude, that, that's a pretty cool old school pet. It yeah. does look old school, doesn't it? What did yeah. you say? What, what's the date? Uh, 1892. 1892. Yeah. yeah. So it has a uh, farm plow on it, which dates back to that David Bradley farm implements. That's kind of how the town started. Oh. Yeah, it actually. So the town's named after him. What year was it? The 80s? It actually burned down yeah. like the like big old fire. So, Most of it, yeah. The, the plant, yeah. yeah. Most of it's burned down. They're still part of it. There actually has the old Sears and Roebuck on it still. Oh, yeah, it's pretty neat. Huh. Do you, now out there, do you guys have all those uh, <coughs> like uh, potential runs with, like silo and grain? We in, don't. The more um, rural you yeah. get, so it, it it was that rural back in the yeah. day. But it, it's, I mean, you guys are adding another station and everything like that, so it's becoming more urban, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah far more urban. I, I probably pass, I don't know, 100 grain silos on my yeah. way there, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a more urban community now. Um, we're completely surrounded by farming communities, though, other than the city of Kankakee, but even, like, the far south end of that. So, Drew, did you, did you see the writing on the wall as far as this – Bradley is like move, like expanding, and you're like, you know, I so I, from, I should be getting my medic now. So that so I can, from where I started to now, it has changed completely. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was In one terms of those of the fire service or the community. Uh, both. Okay, both. So it was like I didn't really. I mean, I was you know, I'm only 24, so I just get like you. the okay. like so you're that now. shithead you know 16 to 17 year old kid. Like, I didn't pay much attention to anything, so I was, like, you know, causing trouble and shit like that. And then I got into it and, like, started opening my eyes and everything. And So you're 24, but the mustache is, what, 35? Yeah. Oh, 36. Yeah, yeah it yeah, adds. 36. It adds. Yeah, the ladies love it. I'll tell you that. They I really doubt know. it. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. The dudes love it. You know? Yes. <laughs> 24, Vin. Do you remember yeah. when you were 24 40 years ago? Bananas! How, yeah, no, I am good. legitimately twice his age, and and change. Oh fuck! Yeah, I was just making a joke, but you're right. <laughs> you got to do the math, Corey. Yeah, no, I got. It. Yeah. So, how old are you, Kyle? Thirty-one. 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 He makes a save in the first year. Your first year? No, you're in your first year. First huh? year at Bradley. Yeah. Okay, so it's. For sure, not going to get better. No, would you say, it, right? It's going to be downhill from no, there. No, yeah. yeah, you can't. You Everything can't else is going to pale, pale in comparison. But yeah. he'll yeah. be on the podcast a month from now, being like, "Hey, I just rescued five babies from the, mm. you know, <laughs> you know what I western. know too. You know <laughs> from what I the best western. western. <laughs> 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 you know, not crack, but heroin. <laughs> um, you know what I noticed too that like we're a really good place, Vin, for like 
people like tell their first story here and they're like, oh, I've never been on a podcast. And they'll like tell a story here. And then they'll go to like a real podcast. And then, <laughs> and then they'll tell, and they're like, holy fuck. Like, Vin, did you know that uh, Kyle was on this podcast? And like, yeah, Dick, I talked to him like a year ago. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, nobody cares about your thing. But like, they were on this one and like, it's really important. They're like, oh, okay, I'll go fuck well, myself. I, nobody cares. You notice how I, I put, I put that little clip with Jason Patton from the Fire Department Chronicles. Yeah. I reposted that. Did you? Because I was talking to Josh Hill from the Frontline team. Oh, Josh Hill. Do you have a phone number for him, Ben? Um, yeah, 844-406-3473. 844-406-3473. You can call him to confirm this story. He, uh, They were at FDIC, and they ran Jason into him, and, yeah. the, and Josh is like, you should have him on the podcast. I was like, uh, you son of a have. bitch. <laughs> we have. We had, had him on. But, and, and that's why I'm trying to reintroduce some of these older ones because we've gained a bunch of listeners since that time. And people haven't gone back and listened to certain things. They're, yeah, like double the listeners. We got like fucking four now. We got dude. four. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then Almost we doubled four. up with these guys too. Right. But, yeah. So, so maybe, we're, maybe we're rocking. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but. You remember when, uh, you know, Jason's supposed to be the funny guy and he does those funny videos and then it took that turn where he started talking. Cause he Dark. Had, he had a, a like a, a mental health issue that he openly spoke about and was like, I'm an open book. I have no problem talking about it. And he talks about he had uh, feelings like suicidal ideologies and he's like, and then he starts talking, he was at the gym, and then he had thoughts of, what do you say, putting a gun in his mouth or something yeah. like that? Dude, we were like, this is the fucking funny guy. What the right, fuck, but, <laughs> but he he put his money, well, I don't want to use that term. <laughs> no, that's not I the, don't want to use that term. Yeah, you might want to add that. <laughs> but he said, you know, he got involved with this uh, place down in Texas, I think, and he get, he gives out his personal phone number. And it goes, it, it actually, it's a number that goes to his personal phone. And he's he put it out there that if you have an issue or you, you know, something's going on, you call this number and it goes to his phone. And he personally answered it and he'll, he'll find you the help or something like that. So I thought that was pretty cool of him to offer that up because he went through that and he's like, other people are going through it too. And in our department... Uh, we've had a couple incidents just within the last couple of days that I wish we would have gotten to more people. Yeah. And there's places out there like uh, 100 Club has resi- resiliency. The Quell Foundation is another one that, that um, we have uh, are promoting. They have a whole that their whole goal is to help with first responder resiliency so if you know anybody who's listening if you have trouble like there are there are places for you to go there are people who will listen and we've put it out there too you can if you don't know where to turn send us send us a message we'll get to it hit us up on social we've, media we we've will, gotten them already we we've, will yeah we yeah. will we will help you immediately so please you don't and uh we had chris fields on here he said reaching out for help it's not a not a sign of weakness it's not a sign of weakness it's a sign that you you won't give up and i think if you look at it that way it's a pretty awesome way to look at it because it's really not 
uh, you know, I, I don't want to disparage anybody and say that it's the easy way out, but it it affects way more people than you, and it it doesn't have to go there. Yeah, there is help for you out there, and I don't know about you guys, but have you guys been like knowing somebody or experienced anybody who like got to a dark place? Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about like? What, yeah. What, was it just a buildup of things, and what did you do to to get through it? It was actually after a call. Um, in one in particular, one specific call. Yeah, um, and in Crete, that's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah, so I was in Cree Township for 15 years. I actually just left um, the 4th of this month. Um, so I, I want to say it was April 12th of 2011. Um, we had two girls get hit by a pickup truck at Balmoral Park. They were riding a, a horse tandem. Um, the guy who hit him was one of the girls' boyfriends. And I had worked hit there. Hit him in a, a car? Yeah, with his pickup truck. He hit the horse with them on it. Um, I knew, known, knew, I can't even speak English. Um, I've known both of these girls cause I worked at the track at the time, um, you know, doing security and this call came in at like, I don't know, 10 to 10 to five in the morning. It was after, uh, they called it super night. So basically after that, everybody goes out and parties. Um, so they were all in, in one of the barns partying. I was at home asleep. Pedro goes off, um, for the accident at Balmoral Park. So I'm like, well, I kind of have both ends of the sword here, so I got to go to that. So I pull up. Uh, the first in ambulance is there. Um, all I hear is screaming. It was like dead silent. All I hear is screaming. And I look down the street, and there's one girl laying on the on the roadway, like a, a blood-curdling. I still get nightmares today from it. Uh, so I walk over to the ambulance, and uh, Mike Waterman, huge mentor of mine. He opens the side door and he's like, we're good here. Go sit with her until the other ambulance gets here. So, so he already, he'd already started treating one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they had, he had a rider that night, one of our uh, cadets. Um, and I want to say his partner was Ed Wilson from engine 50. He moonlighted down there. Our Ed um, Wilson. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, so he, he told me to grab a backboard, go down there and, hang out with her basically i don't even think i was an emt at that point um but so i go down there and i'm trying to comfort her i'm trying to like calm her down and at all this I point it's just you just, and her just yeah. yeah and it is dark the sun's just starting to come up it's dead silent other than her screaming in my face basically um the other ambulance gets there uh which was billy kirby who's at uh blue island now and couple others um so we get her loaded take her off go to the hospital and i essentially watched the one girl die in the er and i mean that call just it fucked me up for months you know and it it took a lot out of me to try to ask for help because i i didn't know i was what eventually got you to there where you decided to reach out one of our captains um, didn't give me the choice. So he, he sat me down in an, in an office and said, tell me what happened. So I explained everything to him, and he said, you need to talk to this guy. And I I couldn't tell you what that guy's name is, but I, I called him. He came to the station. We sat in the conference is he a, room. a peer support guy? Yeah. Yeah. 
from EAP? Uh, I don't know if it was EAP or if it was just one of those peer support supports. Yeah. But so we sat in the conference room in absolute silence for probably two hours. No kidding. Yeah. Just dead silence. And then he said something to me. I, he could, he could have just said my name and I just like broke down in tears and that kind of helped me work through it. But it's like still to this day, I have nightmares about that. I, I still hear that girl scream, you know, like I, it's, it's something I don't wish on anybody, but it happens. It's part of the job. It's not, you know, but not asking for help and not talking to people doesn't help well, any. What do you think? How bad do you think it would have gotten had your captain not had the foresight to kind of bully you into getting some help? I would, probably pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, like, I wasn't sleeping. I started drinking a lot. I mean, it, and I wasn't even. 21 at the time it, okay. you know like I was just sneaking it from my dad and it I, I mean it just that just builds up you know it's it's a lot of stress it's a lot of like internal torture you know I mean you you have to talk to people you can't yeah. just let that sit there and fester because it's it's gonna be bad it like when you're talking about the like not knowing who that guy was from EAP I went and I've, I've talked about this on several podcasts about I went through a like a same peer support thing where they brought in a bunch of guys and I still to this day don't know who any of those guys are yeah but uh they just kind of told me hey we're gonna have coffee you don't have to talk about anything if you feel like it we're here they never push pushed me in any way or you know sit down you know tell me your feelings or anything like that it was all on my terms and we just started hanging out next thing you know I'm like it just came out, like just, out yeah it just starts pouring out and most of it I, I was telling everybody i'm like i'm fine you know it's this i i and at that time honest to god i i didn't feel anything it was a, a a pediatric uh traumatic arrest and i was fine very early in my career it's like like one of the first like real runs of my career being and, a medic yeah yeah and uh, honest I, I i thought it was fine but i wasn't fine in once they started, once I started talking, then I realized, shit, you know, where would this have gone right. had I not gone through this process of talking to these guys? And these guys were awesome. Uh, there was a couple city guys and a, a couple suburban guys. And, yeah, it sounds like. This episode of Chicago's Bravest Stories brought to you by Rescue One CBD Oil. Rescue One CBD, 0.000% THC, no fillers, no flavors, no chemicals or preservatives, and absolutely no failed drug tests. They're so confident that you won't fail your drug test that they'll include a little drug testing kit with your order. Uh, you can order the topical roll-on, the uh, little drop, the droppers that go underneath your tongue. That's what I use to go to sleep. So uh, rescue1cbd.com, enter the promo code BRAVEST and receive 25% off your order. Yeah, this, uh, I mean, Rescue One has been awesome to us. They, uh, they love whenever we, we do a commercial for them because we know our guys in the Chicagoland area need and want this stuff. Um, and I mean, giving out a drug test. But then if, if the whiskey companies that I subscribe to... <laughs> Gave out, gave out attorney's fees. I'd be, it, same, same. You know what I mean? Same as, 
a whiskey company handing out uh, breathalyzers. There you go. Yeah. It's not a bad move. Quick hit on the way out. Yeah, for all you whiskey uh, companies out there. Hit us up. <laughs> right. We're, we're still, we're still back, high rate. But, yeah. but back to CBD. But CBD is good, too. Um, make sure to take a look at the CBD oil. Um, and again, like Vince said, they got the roll-on. They've got the drops. And, um, and again, 100% safe for the job. Did everything you could. It was, it was very informal, very casual, but it gave me like an outlet to to talk about, talk my way through stuff. And I'm I'm in the same boat as you. We're not gonna get away from it, but at least we have the ability to to deal with it. And I think that runs like that makes us better paramedics, better firemen. Because we we know like what's out there, yep. and I know that I don't want to ever have that feeling of helplessness on a run. Because you know we're the guys that that they call, so I I always want to have the answers to the problems. I think most of us who gravitate toward this profession feel that way, whether it's a EMS run or whether it's a fire or whatever. Right? Don't you feel like you want to be the guy with the answers? Or at least be able to call somebody who does. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, my officer's going to know. Yeah. You it's, know? It's pretty fucked to think that, like, even in the moment, you don't know how fucked up you're feeling about this call uh-huh. until a peer support person talks <clears throat> to you. Like, like again, yeah, there's... Like I said, I, I thought I was perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, again, like a a conscious officer, a conscious uh, shift commander, whatever it is, just like, I mean, even with you, Kyle, like, I I imagine, and I I definitely can't go to say what this guy was thinking, but, like, he probably listened to the way you told the story. You know, that's why he asked you. He's like, what happened? You know, and and the moment you, you told the story a certain way or you said the way that you felt or, like, you know, she screamed and, and... I could hear it over and over again. Like even just the way you told the story probably tipped him off to say like, okay, something's fucking going on with this guy. Like we, we got to get some going. And I mean, God forbid we talk about how great like tradition is around the firehouse and like those badass old guys. And like these guys didn't have any of the nonsense that we did. Yeah. You know, like well, we were tra- pretty lucky. The tradition in the fire service is you don't talk about your feelings. Right. You, you buried it and then you buried the shovel. Keep yeah, it deep right. down in there, and you put a pizza box yeah. over it. Yeah, so I think we're doing a better job nowadays of, of changing that culture. And, you know, I, 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 I can't think of anybody who would think that we're doing a disservice by these guys. Get And I, I think, you know, this is just my opinion, but the fire service has changed. The runs have changed. Um, I think that we're seeing a lot different types of horrific things than they did back in the day. My opinion is that we're seeing a lot more violence and a lot more just, I know for lack of a better term, like crimes of humanity. Yeah. Um, and this job, the shitty part about this job, and we've had people come on here and I agree with them 100% what a great job it is, but they're, inherently for what we do is there's also the dark side of what we do. We love the stories and that's what this whole podcast is based on. 
the stories of you jumping in the fucking frozen ass waters to save a guy, right? That's what we love. But we need to talk about your other part of your stories. Oh yeah. So I think if we can tell both sides of the story, we'll we can kind of hopefully reach more people who are out there that were like you and me. We just needed to talk to somebody. And I've never had an issue about it since. Do I think about it every now and then? Of course, 100%. And the same with you. It's like I said, I, I wish I could sit here and tell you that it's going to, you're going to wipe the slate clean of that, but you're not. Yeah. It's there forever. Yeah. You know, but I mean, every so often I'll, I'll wake up to that scream and then I'll just, I'll be able to fall back asleep. I know what it is now. I'm able to kind of tolerate it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but you have to look at, at the better side of it. You know, I get to go to work with my best friends every day and they make life a lot more tolerable. I have my fiance at home who, after I jumped in a pond, was texting me pissed off that uh, <laughs> Panda Express messed up her, her order for lunch. But <laughs> what about you, you, Did you hear that, though? I want everybody listening that best friend. You best pointed, friend? Dude, best I friend. know. It was crazy. Yeah, he pointed I right at me. I, I, I have no idea. I was like, dude, you're, you're like, yeah. I'm like, I get it. I'm, crazy. I'm cool. I get crazy. It. <laughs> what about oh. you, Drew? Any uh, Anything that was bothering you? That no. You didn't have cl- <laughs> no. 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 It's like one of those, like, like I said, when you asked about, like, cool stuff with medic school and everything, like, I got all these friends and everything that are like, oh, yeah, we had this, you know, we had this fucked up call or whatever. And it's like, I'm just skating by. Like, yeah, we just get some good fires. That's yeah. about it. But you you know what's going to happen to Drew, don't you, Corey? Oh, yeah. Oh. Tom- tomorrow is going to be fucking Dude. D-Day. He's yeah. going to go from zero yeah. to hero. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and that's just it. I like, wanted to get the text being like. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> oh, another another easy day, another quiet day tomorrow. Um, hey, dude. remember when I said nothing bothers me? Can yeah. I come back in? <laughs> dude, that's just it. And like, I, I a friend of mine that um, that we we know, um, he talked about him, like he's a um, he he's a retired from the army. He was uh, he, he was over in. Uh, over over in Iraq and Afghanistan during uh, some pretty rough times, and uh, and he said that like it, it it could be something completely random that mm-hmm. sets you off. Yeah, like you think there's nothing going on, mm-hmm. and then I mean he was we were talking about we had uh, during my um, medical issue uh, we were talking <laughs> about, and and he's like, dude, like it's crazy because like I he said he hurt his shoulder. He's like, I blew up my shoulder, and like all of a sudden, just recently, ten years ago, um, yeah, like six six months a year ago, <laughs> um, he's like, I blew up my shoulder on the job, and like just suddenly, things that happened fucking fifteen years ago just are flooding back. Twenty years ago, start flooding back, and he's like, and guess what? I talked to a therapist, and and who knew I got PTSD? And I'm like, really? we all knew, right? And, and he's yeah, exactly. And he's like, and he's like, was it when it was came he up from get the fo- feeling of injury. when he got blown up in that IED? Yep, yeah, exactly. Then, and he's like, it's it came up. He's like, again, like a lot of people are like, oh, like a call brought it up or a an what, event. What, remember brought it up. Chris Fields? It was it rained when he was put in a pool, and yep. that smell of and the, the wet smell concrete. Of concrete. Yeah. He attributed that particular moment to right. what 
what really made the turn for him, and he started spiraling from there. Yeah, and that's what that's what this guy said too. He's yeah, like, why dude, are like, you beating around it? He's he's told his story uh, on this podcast. Not recently. Oh, but no. like, yeah, no, but like, but again, like, just suddenly, you know, it wasn't it it wasn't going on a call. It wasn't like oh, like I I smelled the concrete. Like it was a shoulder injury. Sure. That he's like, dude, mm-hmm. like. All of a sudden, I started getting nightmares. All of a sudden, I started getting. It reminded me of of my body getting blown up, and like it was just suddenly. And, and I hate to say it, or just because you're youngest of us, <laughs> that like there's shit that you're doing right now that you're probably like, meh, yeah, you know, that like right. just in ten years, gonna be like, fuck, dude, yeah. That well, guy, that, that guy at the podcast yeah. was right. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> well, guy. Well, not even that. Called like, those triggers, right? And, and that's you exactly, never know yeah. what that trigger is going to be uh-huh this guy smells like my grandpa or mm-hmm. like just something that like oh like you know i looked at his face and, and his nose looked just like my dad you know you know and what, it's just you like know what the worst going. for me is is because i have a 13 year old son he's 13 now but Ooh. going on any run yeah. that is roughly your child's age mm-hmm. for any reason like i i hate those yeah, I would rather show up to that run where the guy gets smoked by the CTA. Dude, that's an easy one. Yeah, it yeah. feels like you know. Like, yeah, that's a much easier report too. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like anything that hits that close to home is rough. Yeah, a pediatric run is the shit of the shit, anyways. Mm. But you start being able. To, yeah. No. Yeah. I got it. But we can't we, But we can't do that when it hits that close to home. Yeah. Well, thanks for bumming us out, Vince. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> do we want to take a break? I mean, let's let's drive on for a couple more minutes. Do it, yeah. And because you're supposed to take us out, you're supposed to. I mean, I've change got the vibe. I got my thing. Yeah, change the vibe. <coughs> so I'm going to continue drinking whiskey. You have a drink. You Vince. didn't even drink the Japanese shit yet. You was drinking quite- that. You're. Fucking jug. It was quite it good. Feels, did you like it? I did. I did. I'm just gonna take it home. It feels very aggressive when you say when you when you single out a group of people <laughs> and I didn't say what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh the, the, you specifically the, said the Japanese whiskey? <laughs> right, I yeah, right. Well I hope I wanna read this bottle because I hope to God that says North Korea on it. <laughs> I hope Oh, it says Japanese whiskey. It's Vince, it says just Japanese whiskey without an E in whiskey. Ooh, that's how you know that's, it's good. That's good stuff. Then. That's how you know it's good. So, um, the um, before I get to my my famous question, um, famous among four people, Drew, what? So you get in the fire service mm-hmm. and you you're searching around. Is this the first EMS job you get? Is this the first yeah. like job? Okay, yeah. So I know everybody goes, oh, you know, you don't want to badmouth privates or anything, but starting out in a fire-based ambulance yeah absolutely not i will find something else to do if it ever comes to that point where Besides i have to private yeah did you do private at all no uh, okay no but like knowing a bunch of people like we work with majority of our shift actually came from private ambulances and we kind of just like recruited them and everything so sure yeah um just from local town, but just like local listening town listening to, yeah yeah jake beasley's pretty good looking too but um <laughs> oh we got another pretty guy yeah yeah, he's, Where's he at? he's a handsome. bunch of studs over there. Yeah, huh? yeah. yeah. Fuck, 
go down there. Yeah. Yeah. Should <laughs> we work tomorrow? We work tomorrow. No, oh, oh, you guys are both working Sunday. 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 Sorry. Oh, okay. Forgot. Picked up, picked up the overtime yesterday. Um, dude, you know what? Like, you and Vinny talked about. Like, I mean, I hated every minute of my time in the privates. But like, how many years did you do on the private? Dude, probably like three or f- three. Really? Yeah. It was. I mean, but but like, whatever it was. Like, I mean, dude, I. No one can fucking wheel the stair chair like me. Nobody. You know, and like nobody can. The ability, like, just, I mean. The dude, way you get over those seams in the sidewalk. Dude. And, that. So, I That's mean, a skill in itself. Here's the thing, Vince. I know you're busting my balls right now. But, like, <laughs> I mean, there's times, and I know you know it. There's times where, like, guys, and and don't you fucking lie to me here, Vince. <laughs> there's times where the firemen take, the, take the, the stretcher, and they go over a curb. And you're like, and because you think that it's going to tip. Because you've tipped them once before, and like, and you know that, like, dude, just patient conveyance. I hate to say it, is the name of the game when it comes. Like, you could start every, you could be nine for ten on sixteen gauge IVs, but, but if you flip the guy who was on the motorcycle accident with his helmet still on on the stair chair, you're gonna hear about that one. It's, <laughs> a, it's, like, it's very much a case of Bob the Bridge Builder, uh, dude. Right. What a great, what a great fucking analogy. Yeah. In your Japanese whiskey super. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> my C. Like, I mean, dude, like, it's, it's, but no, like, I mean, dude, that. I'm not here for me. I'm here for Kyle. So, oh, oh yeah. Kyle. Like, Making me blush over like, here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't expect to talk at all yeah. or anything. No, so, oh, I, was like, dude. Listening so or whatever. I, I plugged in your microphone. I gave you headphones. Oh, You're oh, all yeah. in, baby. Yeah, he gave you. Yeah, so, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, what shit do you want to hear about true. Kyle? Because oh, I'll tell you everything. Oh, we're getting <laughs> that is why we plugged you in. Oh, we're getting Sure, he dove into water in December. Yes. So oh, sure he did, but now uh, let's get to the real Kyle. It was actually July. It was ninety <laughs> degrees out, and the Tell guy was already. <laughs> well, Kyle did write the report, so he's like, "Huh, December 14th. <laughs> it was a it was blustery. I've, I've I've never seen a Nivers report signed. You're welcome for my service, <laughs> comma Kyle. E O R Kyle. What Vin Hammaker. Not even close. That's pretty close. Not even close. I'll buy that for All a right, dollar. Say, say it, Kyle. Oh. Hemker. God, I, I have an extra syllable yeah. in there. The A is silent. Hem- Hemker. 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 Still yeah. not right. Everybody says Hamaker or Haymaker. So. I, lo- I, I was like, please let it be Haymaker. Yeah. You could you could just run it Haymaker. That's fine. <laughs> Hamaker sounds like... Hemker. <laughs> What's that? Hemaker, the, the ha- store. No. <laughs> what is the most ridiculous story you have about your guy? Well, take us to the opposite end of the spectrum. Yep. I wouldn't say it'd probably have to be our wheelchair guy the other day. Your but, it, wheelchair but, it was, guy, but it was me that was pushing the guy. Ooh. So, Speaking of patient conveyance, yeah. is it, can we talk about it? Is this going to. I won't use a name. Yeah, actually, it wasn't I don't a, even wasn't think we got his name. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he was a double amputee out of Crete, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> no EMS needed. Oh, so yeah. it, it turned out. I don't remember what we were doing. Like maybe we were working out or something. Yeah, we have a big CrossFit gym too. CrossFit gym, gym. <laughs> it's more of a bodybuilding um, gym. But they Ooh. they paged us out 
like it's for a citizen's assist. Yeah, like a block away from the firehouse, and it was like there's no information. It was like unknown problems. We're like, okay, so we just took it, and the ambulance followed behind us, and comes to find out it's this guy in a motorized wheelchair, and the wheelchair died. So the cops are heavy as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What is it's made out of bricks of lead or something. So the guy, the guy's like six and a half feet tall, and he's sitting in there, and he's like, "I just, you know, I just need to be pushed to the bus stop." So like, okay, like you know, we'll we'll get you there. Right across into the city of Kankakee. So we pushed him. I get halfway down Where the, the street. Where the man-made lake is. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The irony is, yeah, that's the guy who Kyle pulled out of the car. <laughs> we got to get this guy in a car. Yeah. The guy was halfway there, anyways. You know, <laughs> so. Kyle's sending Snapchats from the officer seat of me pushing this guy down the street and that everything. Right? That's not. And that's not violating any protocols. No, right? no, yeah, you no, can't see it. No. It's right. Just and true. All of a sudden, the squad car that was already there comes flying up behind the engine, and he hops out of the car, and he's like, "Hey, he's like, he's like, hold on, he's like, we got to take care of something." I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" I was like, "Have you ever pushed one of these?" I was like, "It sucks." So he walks up. And Mind you, guys, we let him push it by himself. Yeah. The other three of us were in the end. You should pull up the video and see if we have any videos pulled up. Lowest guy on the totem pole at that point? No. 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 True. And and the shitty part is the kid riding backwards with me was the lowest guy on the totem pole, but I was the asshole who had to get out and push this guy. Trying to get a Medal of Valor. um, You're going to chase that. So we make him him halfway down the road. The cop hops out, and he's like, hey, he's like, like, we got to take care of something. I'm like, can you wait until I get this guy to where he needs to go? And he goes, no, he's, he's, he's got a warrant. He's like, he's got a warrant out for him. And I looked at the guy. I'm like, this guy's wheelchair bound. I was like, I am an accessory to your fucking problem. now. Right. Thank you. So So he ran out of batteries in the middle of his getaway. Yeah. Something essentially. And he was only like a half a block away from the the firehouse, which is the police stations attached to it. Vince, I love where you're going with this, (laughs) but I also question dickhead. You couldn't have told me a hundred feet that's ago. A, well, that's a, that's a, exactly. What the fuck, dude? We have we have really smart cops at work at Bradley, and then we just have fucking <laughs> idiots. We'll just, we'll just call them the other fucking ones. idiots. They're all great guys. Yeah, great guys. I love them. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But yeah, it was like so. We were there for what another maybe hour oh, of yeah, them trying forever. to figure out what was going on. Yeah, they're calling and, the jail, yeah. seeing if the jail. Toe hitch. Yeah. Oh man, you know what's going on. Yeah. The state's attorney was on the phone. Like it was, it was awful. Like, but yeah, but I guess what, that. What could this guy have possibly done? It was uh, like, failure to appear for, for felony. Failure real to time. yield like, to the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was oh, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. it was like felony retail theft or something like that. Yeah. But it was like something oh, stupid. Yeah. Oh fuck. Felony but he was in he was in a wheelchair, so when he'd get to the jail, you know, he wouldn't the jail wouldn't keep him because they're like, well, we can't, we don't have anything to keep you, and so you know, <laughs> not here's here's your court date, sign up, blah 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 blah. That's so, a viable defense at the Bradley Post. I guess I I don't know. I, I'm wheelchair bound. Yeah. ADA compliance. You're going to have to let me go. And it's a federal yeah. law. He did have cigarettes <laughs> tucked in his uh, compression yeah. sock, though. So there what was that. That's gross. What kind of. Yeah. They were Newports, if you were wondering. All right. Yeah. We knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that's something Fair we enough. definitely can assume. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't say that, man. <laughs> you can't say that. So, dude, that's, that's a great story. Well, yeah. <laughs> now, you know, speaking of I'll show you guys a video making later. you push the thing, there's. I imagine the Bradley Fire Department is pretty good on pranking. Pranking, yeah. 
You guys, you guys know. Well, with all the farm have, animals around and stuff like that. We have some characters. We actually had rabbit last night for dinner. No kidding. Yeah. Like straight like an, up possum feather. Like, like an actual. Like Eminem and 8 Mile. An actual rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the was the consensus? Not bad. Yeah. It was the first time I ever had it. We have a guy that, um, Jake Beasley, actually, he farms them. He raises them and then he slaughters them. You and farm a rabbit. Yeah. You slaughter a rabbit. Yeah. And then yeah. you cook it. Yeah. Throw it on a grill. Yeah. It's like some medieval shit he was telling us about. How yeah, you, it's like, like angle iron. You pop yeah. the head off. And oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty dope. But huh. <laughs> So if you guys want rabbit, we can get you some pretty fresh farm-raised rabbit. Sunday we'll have it for I dinner. I feel about What do you feel about rabbit? It's funny you say farm-raised rabbit because that was my guy's. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> that was my guy's. Fucking college thing. They was farm raised rabbit. Oh, that last one you got me with was good. What was the one you called me with, Chris Field? I don't remember. Yeah, oh, Bush, Bush, uh, something. Yeah, remember that he sounds was about right. Something about the bushfires or something like that. I don't know. Oh my god, bush bumper. Yeah, brush pumper. It was brush pumper. Yeah, maybe. Huh? Yeah. Um, dude. So like, it just seems. I don't want to make this real, but like, it just seems like there's not a lot of rabbit to work ratio you know what i'm saying uh, we got a pretty fair amount out of yeah. it i mean aaron cooked it but yeah. wait it was pretty one fair. rabbit for the whole crew no well way. there was two chickens and the rabbit yeah so jake farms all that stuff he does meat funny you say that because two chickens and a rabbit <laughs> was you've seen that <laughs> no, video too <laughs> <laughs> that was a stretch that was kind of <laughs> there's a cup in there too so <laughs> obviously there's a cup in there but, um Dude, two rabbits fed the crew? One, no, rabbit. one, one rabbit, rabbit, two chickens. One rabbit, two chickens. And we had, two what do we have, potatoes and yeah. something else, too. Just a typical meal. Yeah. You know, just your, yeah. just just your typical average rabbit yeah. meal. Yeah. <laughs> South of I-80 meal. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I'm just... You're just a throne for this whole rabbit thing, aren't you? It, it gets me, too. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Every rabbit needs a home, Finn. Okay? You can't just... Put them in a garbage bag and throw them in the. But what? That's what we do. Something like, eighty. Put, oh, yeah. there he is. There's my guy. I was looking for a bailout. Just throw him on the grill. <laughs> throw him on the grill. You fucking de de hear him or claw him. Um, skin him. Skin him. Right. Yeah, I think skin him. Well, well, dude, was there skin I, on him? If you guys would have brought up a rabbit hat for my guy Vin. <laughs> Oh God! We could probably get one made. I would have. I would have had a Vin rabbit hat. Wear the rabbit hat. Another great college well, thing. You for the. I I feel like your animosity against rabbits. Like you are the Elmwood Park, like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> right? Is yeah. that what we're? Is that just with a big horn? At, at just the like end of creeping the around musket. your backyard, <laughs> telling people to be very it's, very quiet. It was back. When I was in the city, but, but that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the big dopey hat, the big, big fucking bullhorn, fucking shotgun. Well, we always like to end this podcast with rabbit talk, as you guys well know. We'll let uh, Drew go first, but uh, Drew, any last words? Whoa, whoa. We didn't say prank. We talked a lot of silly stories, but no pranks yet. Okay, Drew, do it. In all your three years <laughs> at the firehouse, well, what's, the, what's had, the best prank you've it was seen? On again, it was on Kyle's side. This motherfucker's ready. He um, is my guy. It's like he was waiting. Uh huh. Up all night on the ambulance, 
like getting our balls beat in and everything. Mm. Like it was one of the like when we when we get slammed, we get slammed. So it was yeah, like one of those like waves. six after midnight, like oh. pissed off that we're up for another mental eval type thing like that. Right. And, um, and then the toe pain, and then the yeah, it, it yeah. literally was like one of those nights where it was like the stupidest calls you could ever go on. And um, so we have what is it? How many how many bunks are upstairs? Uh, five. So we have five upstairs, five downstairs. So we run like a max of like ten or whatever. Like on our like Dude, that's good, a good size. Yeah, like our good days. Like we yeah, it's I not would built say, like to be lived in though. No. That's the hard part. Oh no. Um, but like. Came back from, like, the last call after whatever, and I come into my bunk, and there's nothing in my bunk. Like, my bed's gone. My nightstand's gone. All of my bags are gone. My bedding, like, literally, you I walked in. nightstands? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with lamps and. Oh, we are definitely yeah. fanning over there. I want to have rabbit. I don't I have want a, to have a. <laughs> I want to have a nightstand. Vince, I don't have a nightstand in my own fucking house, okay? <laughs> Let alone the fucking bunk. We'll, we'll let you wear the cowboy hat, too, when <gasps> it calls, too. I'll wear the cowboy um, hat. You, didn't, you forgot to tell about that. But, oh, um, it's coming. Oh, yeah, but like, like <laughs> don't you in, worry. Walked in. Kyle literally was waiting for me to come back on this, too. Another Snapchat video of, like, walking in, and you could hear me just sigh, just like... <sighs> Just not upset, but defeated. Like, like defeated. You know? There was like, yeah. like not even when disappointed. I, when I tell just... you there was nothing, like he vacuumed the bunk, like my bunk, to make well, sure there was we, nothing. We in left there. one thing gentleman. specifically in there. It was a um, vibrant. What did that sign? Oh say? no, it was like the let it snow. Like it was around Christmas, so yeah, like we a, had all like Christmas shit all over. It everything. was an elf sign that yeah. was lit up, but yeah, it was, I don't remember what it said. It was the it only was... thing plugged in, so that was the only thing lighting up my bunk. So, yeah, six after midnight, you're pissed off that you're still awake, and then you walk into that, and you're like, yeah, what the fuck? So, walked in, and all of my shit is set up how it was set up in my bunk in our training room. Perfectly. <laughs> Perfectly. Like, per- bed, I bed remade was, his yeah, bed. Bed was made. The EMS dummy oh, yeah. was in my bed, like, me and, like... Mannequin. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Man, no, yeah I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. But, yeah, like, I would say, yeah, nothing really has happened since then. That, that has topped, topped that. that. Yeah. But there was no retaliation on your part, Drew? Well, he walked in and started throwing hands right away. Yeah. But <laughs> Throwing, uh, throwing uh, as you would uh, call them, haymakers. <laughs> um, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I was... He didn't even blame me. He went downstairs and took another guy's yeah. bed and threw it on top of the pickup truck. Yeah. And that's funnier because he's like, what do you call him? Four foot five. He's uh, super short. He gets really self conscious about how small he is. No, <laughs> he's a muscular. He's a muscular kid. Like sure, but he's short. And when like shitty metal evals like call him out about being short, he gets fucking pissed. Like it's <laughs> hilarious. Do you ever go calls me like? I uh, want you stay in the rig for this one. Yeah. I'm like why? Because well, this kid is like two inches taller than you. <laughs> well, uh, he's definitely going to say something. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I thought we we were doing bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, uh, I don't really have too much. I mean, we have we have a guy specifically that uh, he's a prankster. He is a legend of a man. Uh, like Vince. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yesterday, actually, we're getting ready to go out to our station, too. We're opening up tomorrow, actually. So we have our open house tomorrow. So we've been prepping for a couple weeks. 
So are you guys having like a ribbon cutting thing? Or? Yeah, we're having a pancake yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Come on, we, we you, are you not cooking. I called him and I said, "You got to be on the." Did you really? This. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> we are we not cooking those pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're leaving the firehouse, and I saw the chief's car out front. So we stopped real quick, and I ran inside to grab the key. And the chief goes, "Hey, is is Aaron?" And I stopped him. I said, "Wearing a cowboy hat, driving the fire engine." Yes. <laughs> And the chief's like, we wasted money on a psyche valve for this guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So this, back to that Best Western fire, we get off the rig, and he's driving. And I come around the front, and he's wearing the cowboy hat on the pump panel. And he's just living his best at south of I-80 life. Dude. He Did also, you have a picture? Uh, I don't think so. so I got to tell you, a could, picture of a fireman... Wearing a cowboy hat. It's another t-shirt idea. Western fucking fire. <laughs> yeah, a pair of Crocs. Oh, he he like, definitely wears those. It writes the, his own book. Oh yeah. You know like. this this guy. Honestly, he is probably the the light of my life when it comes to the fire service. He is Aww. he is like badass guy. Yeah, great dude. He'd give he's you the shirt off his back. Yeah, Bradley. Right. Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> no, fuck, me. Right. No, no, I'm just some <laughs> asshole. I jumped in and hit some cold water, but but. But whatever, you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I want I, I want to like find out that Cal's gonna be like uh, five years from now. He's gonna call us and be like, "Hey, just so you know, I didn't jump in there. I went to stand on the shore and I slipped and I fell in there. <laughs> and, uh, I just you know found my way into my, a car yeah. and somebody else pulled my, me my out. My watch, my watch got caught us. <laughs> <laughs> they like, gave me a medal of honor for it. Like, oh, thanks. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, did you like, see? Did you see where his? Oh, wait, that's your. You get your name on a. It's a plaque or something, right? Yeah. And did you see any of the names right around your your name? No, not specifically. Nothing notable. Well, I would. Kalaga's say. on there. Um, yeah, I'm going towards the that. guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy is a legend. Yeah, let me tell you, he yeah, taught my VMO class. Oh yeah. god, absolute great of so, a man. <laughs> they didn't. Well, they specifically say prince, like give prince us of a man. man. Right. Oh, go ahead. No, it, it's not that important. <laughs> well, I, be, before we leave, I just wanted um, you were you received citations from Crete. Bradley, and then the state of Illinois, the, In the fire marshal. Right? Yeah, so Cree Township gave me a, a Life Save um, Award for it, which would be my second one that I got from there, which is actually pretty cool. Um, second one? Yeah, so the first one was a uh, witness uh, cardiac arrest that we got back. And, mm. I mean, this guy was breathing and chewing on the tube within, like, four minutes of us getting on scene. It was pretty awesome. Oh. Um, so, so, yeah, this was ended up being my Kyle second one. Hemaker. Right? Nope. Damn it. Close. Hey, you were there. Yeah. Will, the, neighborhood. will there be a part two, two podcast? Two, Crete, zero. Right. <laughs> okay. Got to play. Yeah. Okay. We'll call a base hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what wins games, baby. <laughs> Good enough of them. Yeah. No, I get it. So my, uh, my chief from Bradley gave me a Medal of Valor, right, from the village. Yeah. And then the 100 and then Club hundred club you something. Oh, you, gave me a, you got a 100 Club? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had to go to um, Champagne for that. Nice. They couldn't just let us come up here. Oh, you got no, to make it official. Yeah, we had to drive the other end of the state. 
So, um, the nicer part, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. there was a yeah. Oscar Mayer Wiener truck outside, so that was pretty cool. No. Yeah, I'll we pull, took a picture with that picture. Was that in your honor? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I was I the only fireman nice there. Winter. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only fireman there. So what does what does Hunter Club do? I don't know. They give you an award? Yeah, yeah. So I got a Valor Award. Um Is that their from thing? Them. They do it every year or something? Or? I, I guess. Yeah. It's it there's huh. quite a few throughout the state and then a couple counties have their own. Um, oh come on. Yeah. Now this I think we've got our picture for the heading of the podcast, I would say. <laughs> Is that the winner? True. That's the Tell, wiener. Expl- You're the best. Ex- That's the wiener. It's not the winner. It's the wiener. <laughs> the wiener. <laughs> we got our picture. <laughs> True. You're the best. <laughs> we won. In. Uh, I, well, I mean, so you, you can airdrop or you. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> Snapchat. If Obviously. you have Tinder, I can message you on Tinder. Of course. <laughs> right. Of course. Right. I have. Yeah. Swipe right. Z uh, Lieber 6969. <laughs> Sex Machine 6969. So, dude, so I didn't. So you got a couple of these things. Yeah. Huh? So I did. Like, I I didn't want anything. I didn't think anything would ever come of it. Yeah. I thought it would just fall off like everything else has. So um, you are the second person we've had in here who had an off duty save. Yeah. Right? Brian's is way cooler, though. Eh. He's just a better storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that, Vince. That's a very good storyteller. Did I tell you this, motherfucker? So, Brian, that was Corey. I think you Obviously, it was Corey. Are. Listen, so let me tell you something, okay? Is this a Kalaga story? I don't want, it's a fucking Kalaga story. Lay it so on like, me. I don't want to give you shit here. So <clears throat> we get a we get an apartment fire last day um, at uh, on, on Harlem. And... Uh, Dick face is in charge, of course. And, like, really nothing notable, to be totally fair. Mattress, smoldy mattress fire. It just happened to be on the fucking eighth floor or whatever. And you're going to love this fucking story. I know you're going to fucking smile at this. So, Kalaga loves to send me box alarms that come into my town. Okay? <laughs> he just he just floats me a quick message being like, oh, this is what's happening in your town. And he sends this to me, and I'm like, yeah, dude, like fucking one of my first, like, you know, I see jobs that I have and like worked out great, but like, dude, guess who's fucking in charge? And he, guess what he sends me back, Vince? Did he thank you for your service? No. He sends me, Vince was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker, I'm like, Vince is a medic. <laughs> I was in, I'm like, this fucking guy, he knows, he knows exactly what buttons to push. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Three I years, think. I would have been there. Oh, yeah. Three years ago, I would have been there. For sure, you would have been. Yeah. Your boys were. Yeah. Your boys were. Um, so, in right. Brian's defense. Fuck Brian. Okay. <laughs> Can I go on record? Make that a fucking t-shirt, huh? Chicago's Brian, Bravest do Stories. do not stop whatever. <laughs> Busting Corey's balls. Do not stop. <laughs> Matter of fact, foot to the pedal. <laughs> know, know that you're there. You're... You've got an apartment in his head right now, okay? Deficit, <laughs> deficit foot to the pedal. Yeah, you're there. You're already there. You're renting space out. Okay, it could be it could be ten thousand square right. feet soon. Fuck it. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, obviously, if I bring Gorilla. So, um, so you get these awards, and uh, dude, what was like? What was the what was the nonsense around that? So like, you end up going to Springfield. You end up in your town. You have a little thing like. Yeah, Just so we actually had two incidents in Cree Township, um, like within 
I don't know, a week of each other that we ended up giving awards for. One was this, and then the other was a multi-stabbing. Uh, I mean, fuck that guy. Wait, right? it, now, when you say yeah. multi-stabbing, is it one person stabbed multiple times? Or, or a lot of people, people stabbed once? <laughs> so, I like this. <laughs> so he's speaking Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it was one offender who attacked his ex-in-laws. Okay. Um, at their house, he like shot the door open or something, and then oh. started stabbing them. And then they Dude, fought him. He used the gun for the door and the knife for the people. Yeah, that's what a anger. dick! That's anger. <laughs> yeah. So the the husband ended up getting the knife from him, and then was stabbing him back. It was Ooh. like a melee. Wow. Okay. So yeah, like I mean, our, we ended up giving awards for that for everybody that was there. I mean, they, those guys did a great job. They walked hmm. into an absolute. Nightmare of a call. I mean, not this. You ever like? I mean, this was. You have you gone to many stabbings in Elmwood? Because there, for in my humble experience, sure, stabbings for whatever reason. I mean, I'm sure we can all agree what the reasons are, but (laughs) I'll go to shootings where there's very little blood. Dude, I was actually just to say that. Stabbing, arguably, it is like. The most blood you'll ever see yeah. is stabbings, but like and, multiple gunshot wounds and deliveries. Deliveries? I don't know what kind of deliveries you've been on. Pizza deliveries? Yeah, um, <laughs> at Elmwood Park. Yes. Dude, I wish. I would like honestly. Right, but a stabbing, bloody yeah. shit. Yeah, and you get that that smell of like iron of yeah. like nickels or yeah. pennies. 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 Pennies are made of. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> He said island. iron. You didn't say nothing about him. He's the hero today, so you can't oh. you can't go at him for stupid shit. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome for your service. <laughs> so, <laughs> arguably, iron is the taste that you'll get in your mouth from the only but metal. But that's, that's not in your true. Blood. It's copper. I, I know, but like in your blood, you know what? The taste we're gonna that have you to, we're get, gonna have to just agree to disagree. <laughs> there's no copper in your blood, Vince. I'll go on. Uh, but that taste I'll is go not on iron. argument for that. I know it's not iron, but if you taste blood, you don't taste copper in someone's blood. You taste iron in someone's blood. But you, the taste of your blood tastes like you're sucking on a penny, right? <laughs> What's I wish you guys could see the face that you. Well, I love that you and I will argue about something we really don't give a shit about. <laughs> Nor, nor know anything about either. This argument based on absolutely no knowledge whatsoever. Is brought to you by the Frontline Team. The Frontline Team you can find at... 844-406-3473. Oh, All right, man. fellas. If we don't do anything for a penny. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys, seriously, for coming in. Yeah. Had a great time. Uh, we even had a little shopping trip at the alley next door. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got some really new duty boots there. And this <laughs> cool shirt. Look at that. That's cool, Wait. dope shirt. Did you get the same thing? No, I got a different. Oh, let's see what you got. Look at this, dude. That's that's a cool ass shirt. Yeah, actually. well, you paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I paid for? See this fucking forty dollar hat right now. It's not my fucking. Head. Oh, that's a badass one too. Huh? That's a badass one too. I that's like how it. I feel inside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dead flag, with not the Chicago with, flag with, with, <laughs> with the Bradley flag. Ooh, just yeah. Hey, yeah. dude, that's, I mean, it's very like, uh, dude, what's the fucking band? What's the, what's the old metal band? Are you talking about Social Distortion? No. Um, oh, Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden. It, it's very Iron Maiden-esque. Yeah. You, you know? remember, you know the name? Copper, of- Copper Maiden. 
Copper maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> 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 yeah, on that note, you guys, yeah. seriously, thank you for coming in. Uh, it was great having you guys on. Uh, enjoy your five-hour trip back to Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> we probably won't have any more drinks on the way there. So. <laughs> uh, there's some bush lights. All right. Oh. Well, we'll uh, but for now, that has been Chicago Favorite Stories. Thanks, fellas. The opinions and views are that of Chicago's bravest stories and their guests. They do not necessarily reflect the views of any municipal governments, fire protection districts, fire departments, EMS, or law enforcement organizations.